0: We'll start early. Look at this. Look at this. Huh? Huh? Good morning. Corona Chen is back. Because I, I defeated, I slayed the chore monster. I defeated my house. My house is under my control. There's nothing left to do <clears throat> from watering to installing handles and shelves. Even the thing that goes around the fireplace so the rest of the floor doesn't catch on fire. It is good morning, Corona Chan. We're back. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're here. I hate, uh, we're going to start with hiking. I want to tell you about hiking. We'll get to the rest of the stuff. Um, Let me me tell you about how, I'm going to explain hiking to you. Uh, If you don't hike a lot, there are the roads and then there's the wilderness. Okay. That's pretty much everybody's experience with mountains and hiking. Like, okay, we're on the road. This is civilization, but out there is the wilderness. And a lot of people, especially if you come to the upper Midwest, uh, it's heavily forested. And I had some friends in Wyoming and uh, from the from the desert, you know, Arizona, all that. They'd come in like, where are we? Are there bears out here? Well, actually, yeah, there are bears out there. Some mountain lions too. But because the trees and the foliage is so thick and you're going down this road and you can't see more than 50 yards away, as far as your brain is saying, like that's that's the wilderness, that's the tundra. Now, little do you know, if you grew up there, on the other side of that line of trees is the big ass McMansion development, which a bunch of fuckwit assholes from every day I need attention and Eden Prairie. So it's it's nowhere near as, you know, Daniel Boone is not killing a mountain lion with a stick. On the other side of that that tree line, um, but when you get out west, that does kind of become the case. And you point in any direction, yeah, there's a road that direction, but it could be. Fifty miles, <clears throat> especially if you're in the desert. But if you're in the desert and there ain't no foliage, and you're high up enough, you'll have kind of a not necessarily the opposite reaction or, or experience. But you can see cars way off in the distance, literally thirty. If you're up on a high enough hill, you could see forty miles away. Uh, you'd be on top of a mountain. But there's been times where I'm up on a hill, <clears throat> commonly like, yeah, it's about twenty clicks away and you just see little white light kind of going off on the horizon at night or dusk slowly going across and that's it <clears throat> you sit there and wait and you're like well hopefully there's other lights going across to indicate one civilization and two other roads nope that's the only road out there so if you want to if you want to go to the next stage of civilization the next road that's a long ass haul you better have some water or whatever it is like that but you don't you don't have that um with trees Now, South Dakota, especially, but the Black Hills anyway, the rest of South Dakota is kind of desert-like. <clears throat> it's thick, and it's mountains. It's not like, oh, it's flat, and we just walk on a flat. No, you got to go up hills and mountains and things. And so it's it's <clears throat> not as bad as the Himalayas, but ain't no walk in the park. And so what I like to do, and I don't know if this is any other hikers, is I'm, I'm trying to map the area in my mind. And, and yeah, we got digital maps. We got Google. And tragically, like <clears throat> no more than 10 years ago, you had to print off a physical map. You had to go down to the Bureau of Land Management of the Forest Service and get a big ass map. It was big and it's, it was laminated. kind of. Ha- it was waterproofed. And it would show you very precisely like, yeah, this is public land. You could go here. That's private land. That's Rancher Joe's property. You don't go over there because Rancher Joe can shoot you. Rancher Joe, don't you harassing his cattle or whatever, you know, <clears throat> and they were very helpful. man. Be like, oh, okay, here, I mean, very precise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's that bend in this stream, not river stream. Oh yeah. Here's this little hill and it's topographical, you know? So you get them at now. No, they got enough, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, radio towers, cell phone towers that you get reception pretty much everywhere now, except way out. If you got, you gotta go all the way out to Wyoming almost to, to not get it. But now you can't get lost. You know exactly where you are according to this map, but it still ain't the same thing up here. And what I like to do is I like to connect. (laughs) Like, Athab, looked this up. If you look up Badlands National Park, on the southern end of it, the far southern uh, boundary of it is Highway 44. And on the northern end is the main road that goes through the park. And what most people do, you're up on top of that main road. It just drives past the northern part of the park where the formations start to form and all the fat people uh including tourists from out of country all the fat people pull over you look at you take a picture of it i hiked both east west north south in that thing <clears throat> without without cell phone um and but i went all the way from one road to a point that i had to hike back because it's actually god What was it I think it's 20 miles straight and in des it's technically a desert. You don't want to get heat stroke and not get picked up out there. <clears throat> so I hiked one way and back. And then I came from the other side later on several years later, one way and back got to the same knoll. Nolan, like up oh, here I am. I have my little rock pile, my car. <clears throat> so I've hiked through it, I guess, technically twice. Um, And then the East West, that was actually easy. Cause you go to the Canada basin, but that's neither here nor there. But then in my mind, Ah, I know what's out there. I look. I say, no, I know what's out there. <clears throat> Highway 44 is out there. And I kind of like, ah, get familiar with the lay of the land. I don't know if it's a guy thing, or survival thing, or what. I want to know what's out there. Same thing, even though this was with a four-wheeler. Some, uh, friends came over. We got a four-wheel. First time I ever went four-wheeling. And there's a road, Highway 14. Have them look it up. Everybody look it up. It's the road that connects Sturgis, when the motorcycle rally is, to Deadwood, which is where the gambling is. It's a cool little town. It's it's worth checking out if you come out to the Black Hills. It runs more or less east or west and always to the south because there aren't any roads out there. <clears throat> there really isn't because the main roads go south. So you're looking like there's nothing there. What's there? There's nothing. Well, I ended up exploring a little bit with my truck and doing some hiking. Found a town called Galena and it's it's there and there's hills and mountains and everything. And uh end up getting a four-wheeler. I'm like, we got enough gas? Let's do it. And we went through all these trails and things and uh uh, foresters and truck. Actually, the big uh, log cutting equipment. And then sure enough, you're making, I'm like, I was on this trail. I know where we are. Boom. There's pavement. Highway 14. Now I know it. It's mapped. It's kind of like Far Cry when you liberate a radio tower. Anybody get that one? Anyone get that obscure joke? A reference. And so now here's, and then now, see, I'm starting to map it out. I'm starting to, I'm getting, I'm I'm getting a real good. It's all, it's not back of hand status yet. It's not, the Black Hills is not back of hand status yet. There's still a lot I got to cover, but I'm getting there <clears throat> and there for lack of a better word a Valley, but there's multiple streams and rivers. So an area. So if you drew a circle, it's rapid city. All right. And you drew, drew two lines directly to its west, to the left of that circle. And you put a couple inches in between it. That's the area I wanted to hike. And the the northern road that you drew in there, that would be 44, I think. Yeah, it's 44. That's the one that goes all the way to the Badlands. And then down below is Sheridan Lake Road. And if you're driving on Highway 44, you look either way, wilderness, cliffs, mountains. Can't see nothing. Okay, there's a nice little cabin somebody built. You're like, wow, there ain't nothing out here. You go down the the Sheridan Lake Road, same thing, nothing. But then you're like, you know, there's a way to get, I bet you there's, and sure enough, so you go on the Google Maps, and there's this entire area called Victoria Lake Road. And there's multiple Victoria Lake Roads, so you get lost. And then there's trails, but it's completely worthless because if you look at the trails, the Victoria Lake Loop, like a 15-mile loop, I'll be, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to explore that entire, no, mm -mm, don't even bother because they don't have it mapped out, and there's a ton of other trails. You'll get lost. So the what my goal was to connect, to map it out in my mind, to get to tobacco hand status, I was going to gut right all the way up straight north and get to the Rapid Creek. And that's where Highway 44 follows Rapid Creek. That's the main river that comes out of the Black Hills and, and inevitably feeds off into the Missouri River. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get to Rapid Creek and then even, even ford it, or was it fjord it, cross it, Cause it's not that, not that deep this year, this time of year. And then get up to highway 44. Then I'm like, yes, I did it. I made it from Sheridan Lake road, to highway 44. I made it and I connected it. <clears throat> so I get the maps on the YouTubes and the Googles. I get the thing. I'm like, okay, I keep going that way. And so I, I go North and I'm like, well, this isn't like, ah, screw it. I know North itself. Plus I got cell phone reception. <laughs> So there's no risk. It kind of took some of the adventure away. I'm like, I know exactly where I am. I get to this road, this dirt road. I'm like, okay, this is going to get me to the next hill. I'll go up over that hill. And then that should start the next valley for Rapid Creek. And boom, Highway 44. Big old sign. Big, big, like, uh, fence. Metal fence. Like, you could not push through this fence with a vehicle. Private property. No trespassing. I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Who, how, why did, did so, how long did this thing, well, who owned this property? When did they buy it? I'm supposed to be in the wilderness. supposed to be like, uh, uh, not Bureau land, oh, BLM land too, but uh Black Hills National Forest. So supposed to be a national forest. Well, somebody, I, I don't know who, probably some prepper, somebody who wanted to really be left alone, buys a big old piece of property, puts the line up, and then, and then, just in case you were wandering looters. Yeah, they will shoot you. And they'll be within their legal rights. <laughs> like, like, shit. Like, private property means private property. I know in the Twin Cities, and we'll get to that later, it's not really your property. It's more of the community's property in this HOA called the City of Minneapolis, the City of St. Paul, City of Parasites. The Twin Cities, City of Parasites. Yay. But no, they mean that's that guy's land. Don't you fuck with it. Oh, Did you die? Oh, you're just a good boy who didn't do nothing. Well, the problem is it doesn't matter if you're a good boy. You did do something. You stepped one inch on that person's property and then they shot you. And now, unfortunately, the law is for for your good boy who didn't do nothing uh, is that there's no recompense because he trespassed. And so now I got to find a different way back. So I go down a different road. Curiously enough. There's another military grade fence, but this one's open and it says private property on the side. If you closed, it would be opposite of the side I was on. So I'm thinking like, well, did I, was I accidentally trespassing on this guy's property and this fence? Like he has two fences. This one says private property, stay off. But in case you just blow past that one and make it up the hill a little bit further, you go to his other side and says, no, no, I really mean it. You stay off this land. I'm like, oh crap, I've been trespassing. What happens sometimes because maps suck? <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, so on the other side of this fence is public land. I can hike there. So I go past it. There's a ranch. I'm, on, I'm like, damn it, somebody else's private property and their home. Now the ranch is a distance away, but I can hear them. And I then I pull out my paper because I didn't know if I'd have solid. I'm like looking at my phone like, hey, I'm just lost. Giving all the, I knew exactly where I was. I had cell phone reception. But just so he didn't shoot me and I didn't seem to be rude. Like, yeah, I'm here to steal your cattle. Oh, well, I didn't see any cattle. <laughs> so I'm following the road. I'm like, I know there better be public land on the other side of this fence. I don't want to go to a third private property. So I, I got to hop the fence. It looked like it was electric. I tapped it. It wasn't electric. I rolled underneath it. <clears throat> And um, I get there, and uh, I'm finally on public land, and I hike all the way back. That's day one. <clears throat> all right, day two. We're gonna take a look at this map again, because I remember we'll just go further west. I'm gonna try a different route to get to Rapid Creek to get to Highway 44. Okay, because <clears throat> I was only I was only like maybe maybe three miles to 44 the first time. I could have made it. So I'm going to go further west. There's an artery of Victoria Lake Road. And then you can see it. And it's really cool if you look at the topographical map. Because you're going up and down hills. Straight north. You go over a couple of creeks. And you go down to the Big Valley Rapid Creek. Rapid Creek is like the Mississippi River of the western side. It's the largest creek. It's not even a river. It's just a creek. Um, but it's the biggest one we got. And you can see it. There's a town called Hysega Right across town, crossroads, and there's Highway 44. But what was really cool is the topographical map showed that there are cliffs that you can't see because you're stuck in civilization on Highway 44. And the trees prevent you from seeing this awesome cliff. I'm looking at the topographical map and the terrain. I'm like, well, this is going to be some really nice terrain. This will be really cool. And so I'm looking at the, the, the trail goes and hangs a left and it stops at Rapid Creek. I'm like, how awesome would that be? I'll go to Rapid Creek. Worst case scenario, because the sun sets now so early, I gotta hoof it back real quick. Worst case scenario, I'll dip my toe in Rapid Creek. Say I I touched Rapid Creek, and then I'll go back. But if I can get a, well, I can't get across because if you got across, there was a cliff straight up. But if you waded down the creek a little bit, you could get to I think what was a campground, and there's an actual dirt road that goes up to Highway 44. I'm thinking like that's it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do old school bushwhacking. I'm going to pass this creek like a kidney stone. I'm going to get up that hill. I'm going to get to Highway 44. I'm going to hike back. And I'm going to, in my own mind, award myself man points. Because as I found out, it's so sad. It's so sad. Like I, I thought it was little kids at first. Who were stuck with their phones, like this is this goes back 10, 15 years. Like, hey, I did this and I climbed that and I did that amazing physical thing. And I was on top of that canyon over there. And there were little kids in, in my life at the time, not not so little kids now. Oh, why would you do that? I'm like, give me a damn cell phone. Give me a damn tablet. What do you mean why I did that? Look at that. That's awesome. Don't you wonder what's out there? No. <sighs> Something like, ah, oh, the kids aren't that impressed, you know. But the adults, people my age, maybe a little bit younger adults, they'll appreciate it. You know, the city dwellers, the city slickers, I'll take them out in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> and I, that same thing. Oh, I climbed that and I did this and I, I crossed all the way over here. I almost got to Terry Peak until I didn't realize, oh, wait, those are the cell phone towers of Terry Peak or the radio towers. Oh, wait. <laughs> badlands national park yeah i hike all the way clear across there and all the way clear across there it's great you should see it out there oh that's nice What? what, 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 what and then and then you're kind of like you know what why are you even here man why do you care to go to the physical parks or forests or anything if it's just a vision if it's just to look at it don't you want to go and explore it and be out there or at least the wonderment i wonder what's out there and all you're like oh yeah, okay. And then at that point, it's like, well, okay, if you're just going for a vision, why not just look at pictures? You know, just go on the internet, look at pictures, because if it's going to be meh, like I I found fossils, I found agates. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was kind of neato. No one's impressed. No one's impressed. What are they impressed with? I don't know. Aaron Rodgers threw a ball good. I have no idea what people are impressed with anymore. I say, uh, it doesn't matter to me though. I'm going to do it for my own sake, but I thought it'd be pretty cool. Like, yeah, I hiked all the way. I, I, I crossed that, that terrain, that wilderness. I tamed it. I tamed it. I own that fucking land. Actually, I don't. The private property people do. Unfortunately, I probably perturbed a little bit. but in metaphorical sense, I, I know what's out there. I made it over that hill, I made it over that mountain. God, the time I was hiking out near Nemo. Oh, I found a mountain lion. I don't know if I told you guys that. Big mountain. Oh, ho, ho. yeah. Now I carry my gun all the time. Oh my goodness. I I've seen mountain lions before. You know, like in zoos, a couple times in Wisconsin, and they're big. You know, they're they're the biggest cat you're gonna see, except for a lion, maybe. And, and you're like, oh yeah, that 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 could take me down. This one was a monster. This was the by far the biggest mountain lion I've ever seen. And he had a nice full uh coat. He was not missing no meals. And um, thank God I spooked him. I don't know how you spook him out. He probably knew I was coming because obviously they got height and sent, they're better predators. But I don't know. He was he was behind a tree and I was hiking down a hill. And um you know, I just, I won't lie. It was raining at the time and puddles were forming on the trail, but since it was on a mountain, you know, the puddles were almost to the edge of that trail and then would go downhill. So I was digging dirt out to make like a little waterfall happen. And I watched the pool of, you know, the pond or the, the puddle of water drain out. I'm like, <laughs> No man really matures past the fourth grade. Not really. The, literally 46 years old, sticking the mud, dragging it out like, <laughs> These are the things that you you would do in the '80s. That's what we had before the video games. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so then I just walk a couple more feet, rustling. Boom! Didn't dart out mad dash like he was afraid of me, but he he didn't want to have anything to do with me, and that was fine by me. But man, he was big, big adventure. That's a story I get to tell. Nobody else gets to tell that story. Everybody, I got level 74 four two B with gold clusters on the call of duty game, which is fun. I play call of duty, but it's like, it's not my thing. Ooh, I got a blue check mark on my social media thing. I saw a mountain lion that was unarmed. How's that for a story? Uh, did you find some more fossils, Clary? Yeah, I did, actually. Over by Lake Angostura. And and over by scenic South Dakota. Everybody looked. Yes! <laughs> what I really get a kick out of, this this, this is hilarious, I because I'm just, I'm old, but I still accidentally meander, wander, trespass, if you will, into the younger peoples, into the youths, and the youngins' lives, in the digital world. But, If you go and look at my Instagram, I got an Instagram page, by the way. You can see my Instagram. Nearly all of it is just pictures of hikes or motorcycle rides and views and vistas. And the only, the second most common picture you're going to see is me just giving the finger. You know, probably at a cigar lounge or whatever else. Usually in part because Chad or uh, Atham has sent us, we're on the same text. They'll send a picture of like, you know, giving the finger. I'll send a picture in return. I'm like, hey, I'll go on Instagram because no one's seen me give the finger before. And so that's basically my Instagram account is just pictures of the West in various locations and adventures and and one in every four picture of me giving a figure. That's about it. But now, according to these guys, fresh and fit, um, they they say that that Instagram is like the dating site. That's the new dating site. And this weird uh, competition or hierarchy or prestige hierarchy has formed where if you, you have to have a lot of followers on Instagram and you got to have pictures of yourself posing and looking cool and every like, you know, like a dating profile or something like that. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, compared to everybody else's Instagram account, mine must be pretty cool. Cause it ain't all me. I mean, yeah, there's me giving the finger, but Hey, there's a picture of this thing. There's a picture of that thing. And I was wondering, like if we were to do an analysis of Instagram, Cause I have seen gals' Instagrams as well, but it's guys. I never really paid it to. But I do know, you know, what girls take pictures of for their Instagram themselves. Cause your life sucks so much, you suck so much as a person. You have nothing else going on in your life. The most interesting thing to you is yourself and how you look, which you get to see every freaking morning in the mirror, or anytime you go to the bathroom, in case you have a mirror while you while you urinate or poo. I don't know where people put mirrors. I'm just saying you make a you make an entrance into the bathroom. There's usually a mirror. They, hey, it's me again. Look, I look the same. And not only do I think, like, how vain and how how lifeless <laughs> is your life? Like, oh, let me take pictures of myself. Hey guys, mm. duck lips and shit. Do they still do duck lips? What's the new thing they do now? Is it hands-on hip? Hey, <laughs> <clears throat> sticking their butt out because the media and the the brothers said, Yeah, we like bubbly butts. It's like, ah. You might like bubbly butts. <clears throat> I like an intersection of legs. That's why I want a singularity of two, point, two lines coming to a point. That's kind of what I Well, Maybe not. I do like a little bit of shape. Then I'm thinking like, how boring are most people's Instagrams? How vain is it? You just, especially the gals, like it's just pictures of you. All right, what have you done? How telling is that the Instagram? Like Instagram tells you all you probably need to know about someone what they value, what's important, what their hobbies are. And if a, if a woman's hobbies is herself, holy cow, what a fun ball of wax. She's going to be to date, but then you go on now. let's say, okay, it is a dating profile effectively. All right. All right. So I understand you take pictures of yourself, try and push put your best, best life forward. Shouldn't you post pictures of what you do Does that occur to girls? On one hand, we want men to like us for what we do and our things and our accomplishments. Like, well, we're waiting for you to post those. don't you, But then you post pictures of yourselves. Well, which is it? I, I don't want to be objectified. I'm so. You should objectify women. We're so much more than that. We're so much deeper. All right, well, show us your depth. Show us your accomplishments. Show us your agates you found. Show us the fossils you found. Show us some pictures of your motorcycle. Show us something. No, just pictures of yourself. Oh, wait, hang on. Sometimes they take pictures of the food they didn't prepare and paid someone else to eat. With the humble brag, is that how it works? Look, I'm at a fancy restaurant. Me, ( altro) me, (inaudible) me, (inaudible) me, 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 me. Hey, are you that girl that posts pictures of yourself all the time? You're the me girl. I want to go out with you. Good. You could go out with me, but you have to talk about me all the time. I'll talk about me all the time and how I look. Yay. Yeah. But just I'm kind of like, I got to do that. got to go on Instagram. Like Vince over at masculine geeks. Uh, one of the best gay podcasts out there. Part of the homosexual community. Tune in. Um, <clears throat> He'll post a picture of cigars or books he's reading or his cat. I appreciate Mowgli. Mowgli's a cool cat because Mowgli does cool things. There's it needs that, but man, I mean, it really. I I maybe I should spend a little bit more time on the Instagram. See who's posting pictures of of action versus pictures of themselves. So we got that there. All right, I saw super chat come in. JJ Lovecraft, five bucks. Cappy, could you do a live about basket weaving? You could do a live about basket weaving. I would listen with the rapt attention of a six-year-old watching a scary movie. I don't know if I could do basket weaving. Oh, so I didn't get to the rest of my story. So I'm trying to figure a way to get to Rapid City. And so here's this trail, right? This trail, it's like a redhead with big old titties. She's got this little micro bikini on just barely covering. That's how tempting this one was, this micro bikini barely covering anything, just barely legal, not in an age sense. I mean, in a public presentation sense. Like, come on, Cappy, come hike me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hike this and I'm going to get up there. So I'm I'm I could see Rapid Creek. I made it like ninety nine percent of the way. I curve around this corner. It goes straight. What do I see? A fence. And I see a sign and I can't make out the sign. I'm like, son of a bitch. Son of a fucking bitch. This should not, don't tell me this is another fucking private piece of property. Sure enough, I make it halfway down that corridor, private property. Stale. And this is, a, again, an industrial weapons grade military installation. And I don't know what this guy had on his property. Maybe it was a gal. But man, I could see it. I could see it, guys. It would be like that gal with the red hair and the micro bikini, like, posing and like, hi, I'm right over here on the other side of the fence. And I'm looking like, there's the creek. You can hear it even. Here it is. And bending around, there's that cliff. And if there wasn't a group of trees, I could probably have seen downstream enough. Yeah, downstream to where I could have gotten up the Highway 44. Couldn't do it. Private property. I'm like, God damn it. And, and that's the problem with the internet. See, that's the problem. Uh, you need the physical maps. You need these physical Bureau of Land Management maps. And I went to the Forest Department, the Forest Service. I went, oh, yeah, you have to have your mask because we're federal fucking pussies. Okay, so there, there you go. y'all. Oh, good for you. Oh, I'm such a good person. I'm such a good person. I'm a federal employee. So I grabbed a shirt, tied around my face. Oh, shit, that's right. You assholes still require a mask. I said, like, a map. Because you get the maps. That's where you got the maps. You go to the federal office. Can I get a map? We're out of those. How are you out of fucking maps? Well, you see, we're already incompetent because we're government, right? Yeah. And the shutdowns, yeah. And then we're totally reliant upon young people to, like, with their forest management degrees, environmental science degrees to come work for us. So they didn't show up. And we don't have our maps anymore because we can't print fucking maps but download this app oh fuck you lady fuck you and here's the problem with the downloading the apps what if I don't have reception that doesn't tell me where I am <clears throat> what if I can't get so I gotta download I got a map on now I'm doing this I'm doing, you know, the fuck am I I don't got no big fucking blanket sized map that's waterproof like a real map you hold that map you get like a 20% boost in test like this is a man's map a testosterone app. This fucking little screen the size of TJ Martineau's dick. It's fucking oh, am I am I on that? Oh no, I zoomed too far left. Now I'm gonna spend five minutes finding my my last location where twenty hours ago I had a cell phone. or something. now I gotta retrace my fucking stem. Is that private property? Oh, the map doesn't tell you. The digital map, the TJ Martineau penis map, doesn't tell you. Where private property is now, who's calling now? No, I don't know who you are. Illinois, fuck off. They don't tell you where the private property is, and so that's the problem. Now, I go on these long ass hikes, I get 99% to my goal. You know, about, about to get about to arrive. G, the second coming of G. nope, private property. You know, as a libertarian, not to mention somebody who doesn't want to get shot, you got to respect it, like, fuck. fuck. <clears throat> and so that's uh that was it so i gotta look at the map again and i don't know what i could do is i could come down the other way on 44 go south this time and i get i really get a good topographical map really get a lay for the land drop down on that campsite Fjord the river, whatever that word is, forage, forge, <clears throat> is that what it is? Forge the river, get across and then just bushwhack it through the guy's private property. Cause he won't see me. Cause I'm really in the thick of it then. And then just get to the other side of his fence. And then I can make it all the way across. <clears throat> Those are the problems. I guess I shouldn't complain because everybody else in the real world is like, their problems is, I don't have internet access, so I can't upgrade my character on Call of Duty. I'm not doing well on World of Warcraft. My sugar girl on the web girl camp thing hasn't posted any new pictures, I guess. I guess I, I can't complain. I still get to the point, though. I mean, like, Cappy trying to loosen up and relax. especially like when you go and like, there's supposed to be a marked trail. It's on the internet. People talk about it. They review the trail. Like, okay, there's a trail out there and you get there. There's like an intersection with five different spokes going like, Oh, come on, man. Come on. Which one is the fucking Victoria loop trail? Which one's the real one? You'll look to See which one's more matted down. See if there's any indication which way to go. Now you feel like you're this Indian trail hunter back in the 1900s or early 1800s, I guess. I'm going to track the antelope. Oh, God, I wonder if, like in the in the olden times, <clears throat> you know, before the the settlers and the Europeans, was there a pissed off American Indian version of me? Was there a pissed off Aaron Indian Cappy Indian, a curmudgeonly? There must have, you know, Aaron Kimosabi. What do you want? Uh, we must hunt the antelope. Fuck you, I don't want to hunt the antelope. Oh, come on, winter's coming. We're gonna die, But ah, I fucking get my boat in there. I'll go find this fucking antelope. Then, ah, the trails Mark. Who fucked with the trail? Fuck! God, damn it, I told those kids not to fuck with the trail. Good news, no private property. You just meander and all of a sudden you you have ran a follow of you know the Ojibwe or the Blackfoot and and then they and and they shot you too they, they shot you too it was not fun times there had to be a pissed every 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 culture every just must have had a pissed off old man they must have <clears throat> all right I've got a couple more super chats here Stay on top of this today. JJL Lovecraft, five bucks again. Society went away from religion, which would have been good, but then people started worshiping themselves. The Hegelian dialectic is, oh man, now I got to look up Hegelian dialectic. Well, I've said before, humans can't live without vice or religion. You need both. You need both. And the goody two shoes, you know, good old Christians and all that, they got their religion, but they do have a vice. They just hide it very well. You know, maybe Wifey Poo likes getting spanked. Maybe she likes it rough and tumble. Maybe they're swingers clubs, which is not as exciting as you think it is. And they're not as good looking. That's all. That's all on the internets. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we just I get a kick out of it. Oh, all those fools who believe in Christianity. I'm an atheist or agnostic. I'm so much more intelligent. Oh, I love socialism. It's like you do know that socialism and communism has more empirical proof debunking it than any religion right now on the planet. You do know that. Right. Like a smarter person would believe in Christianity because it hasn't yet. I mean, theoretically, you know, Islam, Judaism, Christianity, Buddhism, like we don't know if it's not true. We got a pretty good idea. But we at least know communism doesn't work. We got that. How many how many more trial runs of this risking other people's lives? Millions, by the way, do you want to take a crack at it because you're too lazy to go work? So they'll believe in that or as you you know, obviously worshiping themselves. Oh, my God. Women just love their vaginas. Instagram, a a, a cathedral of women to themselves, each woman, a church and some vain men, too, I'd add. Yep. No, we're we're so much above religion. We're so much more intellectual socialism, environmentalism, SJWism, wokeness. Oh, I'm such a good person. I mean you the parallels, like uh what was it? Yeah, the flaglation <clears throat> where you, you punish yourself. I'm such a bad white person, I'm such a bad male. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Religion is beneath you, huh, buddy? Okay. All right. Boo da boo-da boo, boo-da boo-da boo. Swalu blue. Oh, come on, load up. There we go. There's a paper shortage right now. I don't know, is there? Is there? I don't know. I bought paper. I just think there's a competency shortage and a work ethic shortage. How can you not print maps? You're the US and forest service. Like, aside from imagining that you're you're taking care of the forest and the trees and, and, and forest management, you should be printing maps, you know, so people don't get shot. Oh, and the lady at the office, standard older, not... Old, old Gen Xer wasn't boomer, but old Gen Xer, you know, haircut short, overweight, not, not super overweight, but kind of a natural granola overweight. Like, oh yeah, she hikes, but she, she indulges at home. And, you know, this is her, this is her life. This is she was a forest ranger and, and that's her career and all that the sun is setting on. And it's like, well, that was a lot of trees. Wasn't it lady? Yeah. You didn't need kids. You need a husband. You had, you had your career. Playing campground counselor or whatever the heck you call it. Michael Hurlbut, new guy, five bucks. Young kids just don't appreciate the manliness and having a physical map in hand or adventure. Like, okay, I remember South Lion, Michigan. Everybody look it up. <clears throat> Not exactly an unpopulated place. Suburb of Detroit. And even going back into the 80s, this is strip malls, a big high school. Highway was right over there. Well, when you're a little seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid, it, it, my parents got divorced. My dad moved out to South Haven, so we go visit Michigan. We'd spend summers with our dad. Well, a new area, and thankfully, we did get bikes. We got bikes. we strapped those things onto the old station wagon in the hall. This was when station wagons were fine, and you didn't have to wear seat belts and kids' seats weren't a thing. And <clears throat> we'd all fight over the front seat, and we'd have to meet out and measure out by the mileage who got to sit in the front seat. You know, listening to Bill Cosby tapes—that was one of the few memorable moments I had of those days. We'd listen to Bill Cosby tapes; that was funny. Uh, Baby Coach Wheels—that episode. <laughs> oh, Junior Barnes! Oh, Junior Barnes! <clears throat> you gunky. <laughs> Anyway, so there was a development, and there's a line of trees, right? You didn't know it was on the other side of the line of trees. The lost uh, Iroquois nation could have been on the other side of that tree. It could have been a, 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 a log cabin and somebody panning for gold. You didn't know it was on the other side of the tree. So you saw a trail, and you know what? That trail probably the developers or the builders had gone up and down that trail a million times beat the grass down and it still remained so we go up that trail on our bikes we go through the forest and, and we come out hey there's a baseball diamond oh baseball what where are we there was no internet we didn't have a map you know where you were you're like half a mile away from the apartment but you might as well have been a thousand miles away cuz you didn't you didn't know where you were instead of knowing where north south east and west was i went back and visited we we're technically northwest and you're like, there was a whole lake. I didn't. It's so sad how s- small a radius you have if you're if you're just a little kid. You don't have maps. You don't think about it. So we were there for like two years, two summers. Well, we we went south. That's all all of our exploration because the town was south. We go south. <clears throat> if we had just gone north, quarter mile, there's a big ass lake there. And as a kid, I'd be oh man, I'd rather go to the lake. There's fish and turtles and frogs. We could have biked there easily. It was, it was literally a quarter mile away, but we always, always hunger right out of the out of the parking lot. But it was still kids in the 80s were more manly than full-grown men today. At least, at least had a little bit of a Goonies adventure. At least we went out on our little bikes. Boo-doo <clears throat> boo-doo boo. Uh, Hwando, two, Thai Hwando for two euros. Indian cappy, streaming grumpy smoke signs. <laughs> there must have been some beleaguered, uh, besieged besie- uh, old grumpy Indian guy with the little nephews and nieces running around, making his life a pain in the ass. He's dealing with the idiot Indians. Like, look, we got to go over there. And spook the antelope this way, you freaking morons. I don't think so. Because, you know, you, you couldn't have been stupid back in those days. Like, you had to be smart. You had to be on your game or you die. So I don't think the communal uh, 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 population of the American Indians back in the day was so lacking in street smart, so naive, so stupid. Like I think everyone had to kind of be, oh, you die. You'd be bred out. So the idiocracy would not have form to result in a perpetually pissed off American Indian Cappy. Oh, I'm sure there was a guy who was particularly cantankerous because of genetics, but I think everyone's like, hey, winter's coming. All right. And the suit, we we that raid we did last year, yeah, that pissed them off. And they're gonna come here and try and get our stuff. Now we better have our act together. I guarantee you there was there was there was no Edina uh American Indians. There was no Winnetka. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here and can you go hunt the buffalo? I you know, there was no no Instagram Indians back in the day. Those are real warriors, <laughs> real hunters. <clears throat> Everybody worked. Obesity was not a problem. I'd still like to think there was a grumpy Indian. <laughs> Or female agent in the field ma five bucks want darwinism to kick in down the entire internet for a straight month um i don't know if darwinism would kick in you still have the infrastructure you still have analog i mean all right so instead of the combines driving mat uh, you know the farms by gps you just have the farmer joe drives it <clears throat> People, what would happen is people would be like, oh, there's no the internet. And they'd go outside. What is that ball in the sky? It's bright. It burns. Oh, what's happening to my skin? It's becoming a nice complexion. No, I want to look like a Swede my entire life. Uh, it man, five bucks. People will love this. Green Bay Packers are offering shares to the normies for 300 per share that have zero rights, but they line up to buy. Oh God. Yeah. Are they doing another issuing? <clears throat> Green Bay doing another issuing? I'm, I remember this, a teacher of mine. I'm a part shareholder of the Green Bay Packers. And, and when we were dumb and stupid kids, we were like, wow, that's kind of cool. And then I should have asked, well, why are you working here if you're part owner of the Green Bay Packers? Duh, I don't know, I'm just a teacher. All right. Um, right. Let's go through the super chat. And uh, not super chats. let's go through uh, sponsors. Let me do this. Um, Thor, if you know, I'm gonna put this in the chat room. <clears throat> His wife got paralyzed from the neck down in a horrific accident, and uh, via a miracle, literal miracle, um, is able to move and feeling and walk again, barely. So there's a lot of reconstruction and treatment that she needs, and they're about sixty five grand. In the whole, I put the link down there below. They're at like 13 grand. So they need 52,000. Um, if if you're looking to donate to charity, please donate there. So we got that. Um, my minimalism course will open the day after Thanksgiving. 12.01 AM on the 26th. It will be open until the end of November. I think November's only got 30 days, right? Um, probably not for regular listeners here because you guys probably all have your stuff to hear but if you're new and you want to spend less than you make you have a problem with spending please take that class uh with state income tax it would be around 550 bucks but uh if you use discount code cappy um you get $50 off and i threw that in there to kind of take off the uh <clears throat> state uh, sales tax and so uh it's it's expensive and um I know all the the um, the spurs are like OMG, I'm like I'm the one that actually sells these these uh, things. Uh, I do make uh, some sales, not a ton. I'd love to, you know, hundreds of sales, but it is expensive. And I do that so that one, I make money, but then two, you pay the f attention because if I charge you twenty bucks, you wouldn't do it. Pay you five hundred bucks? Oh, you might have some skin in the game now. You might take this a little bit more seriously. Would you pay 500 bucks to give up smoking? You would. Oh, would you pay 500 bucks to give up eating horribly? You would. Would you pay 500 bucks to give up spending more than you make? You would. Okay, we'll give it a shot. I <clears> are <throat> like, damn, I spent 500 bucks on that. I better make this count. And you can find that on Teachable. Search the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. But when you search it, don't search the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. You have to search the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. Um, and I named it that because Teachable says we got to name your school. I'm like, okay, I wanted to name it Clary Shiz, a shit, uh, Clary Shiznit, but uh, I was like, okay, I'll call it the Clear School of Economic Philosophy because that's kind of what it's going to be. Once I upload more classes, which when I get time, this is a good sign though. I'm podcasting first time we've had a good morning Corona channel in a while. Anyway, so you could sign up for the school. That doesn't mean the class, the class is not available. You can sign up for the school and then that puts you on an email list, which I do not abuse. I only send it out like once a month when the class is open. <clears throat> I'll say, hey, the class is is open. Here's the link. So keep an eye for a, from a teachable email account that's not spam. Um, check your spam folder. And if you want to sign up for it, email me at my Cappy account and I'll I'll send you a direct link, you know, personally. But you can sign up for the uh, for the school if you want. And um, yeah. So that'll that'll be coming up. What else? Uh, the textprofessor.com. Go to the textprofessor.com if you want someone to do your texting for you. If you have a girl you'd like to meet, or you'd like to have someone set up uh a, a contact, what are they called? Cover letter for uh Fuck. Why can't I? Re- I'm, I'm off my game. I just don't do the sponsors that well. Cover letter for a resume that the HR kuanta hahas will kind of maybe like HR kuanta Haha's don't like anything. They have no souls and they have no heart and they find no joy in anything. They only seek vengeance on, on innocent people. They say, Cappy, why would they seek vengeance upon innocent people? Just trying to find employment. These people didn't do anything to these HR people. Yes, but that's why HR women are so evil. They hate you and they hate everybody for reasons unknown. I, <clears throat> that is squarely like in that 50 plus range. Now those HR bints, I like to know where they are now. That's that's, they all like their, their field is kind of gone away. It's replaced with uh, text searching software algorithms I want to know what their lives are like, being that pissed off and being that evil of a person, preventing people from getting implanted because I didn't like his shoes. Ew. Yeah, it's only like that livelihood that person needs, lady. You know, with your little witchcraft and your astrology sign, and your tarot card reading, and that's what HR was. So you're fucking with people's livelihoods. I mean, they're literally looking at starvation and and homelessness, and you're fucking around with, oh, I don't like the fact he has an accent. Mm, I don't like his vibe. Fuck all of you. Fuck all of you. I hope you're miserable, fat spinsters with cats and nobody likes you because if you are an HR lady, you can't possibly be a good person. You cannot. One of those. I'm not talking benefits of compensation. You you cutesy witches who thought you do your witchcraft in the 90s and the aughts and up to the teens. The 2010s. Yeah, yeah. Fucking evil pieces of shit. Hope you wasted your life and you're not going to have anyone good in your life because you're not a good person. Because you believe in bullshit. (laughs) But, you know, hey, read your astrology sign and enjoy your cats and your dog rescue, by the way. No, nobody likes you either. Nobody likes you. like the tax collectors in the biblical times. Nobody likes you. Oh, dang, man. The biblical times, you didn't get hit by a truck. Oh, but the biblical times. Oh, no. Frank, the tax collector, because, you know, those are biblical names. He got hit by a herd of wandering buffalo or cattle. Darn. Too bad he's gone. And it'd be horrible, just horrible, if HR ladies got hit by trucks. Also, the spree of HR ladies getting hit by trucks. Oh, darn. Darn. Anyway, if you want to deal with those people, go to thetextprofessor.com. And he'll interact and speak psychotic bitches. Uh, So he can maybe get them to hate you less. You'll never get them to like you. You'll never get them to like you. The best you can achieve with an HR lady is be BFF, but then they're still stabbing you in the back. Cause you dated Johnny and I want to date Johnny. Oh, you childish, petulant little children in your make-believe jobs. Businessbuyeradvantage.com before you go and buy a company and buy a business. Why don't you go and have David over at businessbuyeradvantage.com analyze the company for you before you cash in your entire uh, 401k IRA or in the Canadian version, the RRSP. But don't worry, you guys got a social, so he'll just bail you out. Matter of fact, I don't even know why you'd analyze whether or not buying a business is a good or bad idea or profitable because the Canadian government will just bail you out no matter what. So you do what you want, heart, money, follow, hobbies. Oh, it didn't work out. Trudeau, bail me out. I don't want to. Ain't that the truth? Like oh, from bankers to car companies to all the people majoring in the liberal arts, it really is just like I want to do what I want to do the way I want to do it. It didn't work, bail me out, and the government's like okay, there uh-huh. you go. So essentially there's like no connection to producing what matters in society or doing what the population wants or needs. It's just like okay, we'll spend literally trillions of dollars in in decades Create, you know, so you can major in this dumb crap <clears throat> you could start these dumb companies. We'll bail you out because essentially the, the United, here we go. The United States, the economy is nothing but an economy of hobbyists. Sometimes there's production. Sometimes there's not. We'll just print off more money and socialize those costs. So we're just a nation of hobbyists. i wonder how long that will last. Anyway, so if you did want to buy a business, you want to make sure you don't bankrupt yourself. Uh, go to businessbuyeradvantage.com. Pirate Book Takedown. Go to piratebooktakedown.com where Doug will go and hunt the internet for anyone pirating your content. That could be books. That could be uh, videos. That could be music. Anything you created. If somebody's out there, Doug will go get it. And here's what's particularly malicious about Doug. What there will be. This is when I was looking at. I'm like, holy crap. <clears throat> there's all these places that have my my stuff for free. Well, you go to these sites and they claim to offer it. And you got to click on like several different links to go here, to go here, to go here. And if you go to that same website, it doesn't load the same way as it did before. And like, this kind of sounds scammy. Then you get to the point where, like, well, we need your credit card. You're like, ah. <clears throat> so I say, Doug, leave those up. Leave those up. Don't, don't send the DMCA takedown. And Doug is vicious. Like he'll go after your internet provider. He'll go after the search engines It's say, this person is offering, make sure it never shows up in your search engine, which you can file now with Google and Bing and, and good for them. Thank you for doing that. Google. <clears throat> One good thing. I mean, this guy, I mean, he makes their lives. Hell. He really does. And he's affordable. So if you're a content creator of some kind, a musician, an artist, uh, 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 a webcam, Playboy girl, whatever, contact Doug over at PirateBookTakedown.com. Academic Composition, go to AcademicComposition.com where Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your papers for you because now we're going to school online and school is a joke anyway. So just fuck it. Why? Why bother? <laughs> Half your classes have nothing to do with your degree. Just have have his team write the papers for you so you get on with your life. You go make money. Besides which, most of you shouldn't be in school anyway. You should going to school online or at night so you don't have to deal with the fucking psychopaths and the adult children. <clears throat> um, and then if you're looking for a job, you want to work remotely, academic composition. Like if everything goes to south on me, my guy like, I get deplatformed and, and Amazon wants to take my books away or whatever, whatever. I'll probably go work for academic composition. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll I, I'll I'll fly off to some second world country where cost of living are low. I'll write the papers. It's okay with me. I'll listen to my jazz. Oh my god, I was listening to Rolo. <laughs> I had a buddy, client, fan, whatever, friend, kind of associate acquaintance, and he texts me. He says. Yeah, I'm listening to Rollo. I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, that guy knows that guy can talk. I'm like, yes, he can. He's like, I'd put a bullet in my head if I had to drive across the country with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would. He's not like that in person. If, if ever you were afraid, oh my God, what if I'd be stuck with Rollo on a cross country trip? It's not going it to be um, John Candy and Steve Martin. Uh, in, uh, not, not, what was the one? Oh come on, the Thanksgiving. It's coming up. It's Thanksgiving. Everyone should watch that. Help me out. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's the one. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great, great Thanksgiving movie. Uh yeah, yeah it's not gonna be like that. Rolo will not be John Candy in that movie. He's he's uh, he's just passionate about his. I like listen, I tune into Rolo. He just takes forever to get to the point, but the way he goes is very detailed and ingrained and entrenched. It's not, it's not like fluff. It's just like, oh, my God, hang on. No wonder your books are 800 pages long. <clears throat> uh, so academiccomposition.com, go there, do that, tune into jazz. Noncommunistsciencefiction.com, if you like science fiction, but you're sick and tired of the communist aspect of it, because that's all communist science fiction authors are, go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com Where uh, Michael Kingswood. You can get all of his books there, of which he is a, probably the most prolific writer I know. So, if you want to get your uh, science fiction itch, itch scratched and you don't want to be lectured or lorded with uh, socialism, go to non communist science fiction.com and buy some stuff there today. And then bunkerbasics.com. Go to bunkerbasics.com where Bunker Bob will tell you basically how to prepare for food shortages, paper shortages, shortage shortages, survival. Um, I go and I buy my stuff through his Amazon affiliate links i bought a year's worth of supply of food uh and some solar pad- panels little i got my little usb based solar panel system so i'm good to go and i think that's a very good start to prepping because let's admit you don't want to farm that not without the equipment you don't and i don't know if you knew this the equipment is a lot of money and so um when the farmers all die and a bunch of liberal arts majors try to replace them, like, well, oh the food is made. It's free. It should be free. We're taking over the farms because the farmers aren't making the food. I don't know how to plant seeds. I have a social work degree. I, I have a degree essentially in bitching and whining and complaining and being a parasite. That's it. And I don't know if you liberal arts and social science majors know that. It doesn't result in food, you lazy fucking parasitic hacks. So I love to see you guys walking into a farm and learning how to add some diesel to a to a tractor, let alone the maintenance that's going to be required. Let alone the did you know that that you just don't like put a seed in the ground and then a day later you got a corn, a, co, a cob of corn? Did you know that? Anyway, so when there's a a lull in farming, which means there's gonna be a lull in food, you might want to have some freeze-dried food. Go to bunker basics. And <clears throat> bunker Bob will tell you what to get. Um that's it. There we go. All right, let's get with the rest of it. Hwondo, two bucks Indian Cappy, white people coming for our stuff. Well, weren't weren't too weren't too wrong. Couple uh treaties there that weren't exactly honored, but there was fair trade as well. Actually, if I listened to a documentary. It 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 wasn't as clear cut. Oh, the white man came and took things. No, there was trading going on. Hey, that island for a couple beads. Okay, you might argue about it, but it was voluntary. It was a voluntary exchange. But people would generally try to buy things from the Indians. But what a lot of times, I remember this. I was in Michigan, South Haven, not South Line, on the other side of the state. I remember I was listening to this at the gym. Um, the whatever the settlers the. the Forgers, they'd run into a tribe and they make a con. You're like, Oh, we'll buy this land for you. Well, the tribe technically didn't own that land. It was owned by whatever the rival Indian land was. So then all of a sudden the other Indian say, Hey, what are you doing on our land? Well, they wouldn't say hey, they just attack. We bought it from those guys, those guys, screw those guys. It didn't, it resulted in a little bit of chaos. Um, so yeah, it wasn't exactly like the securities and exchange commission was there to, with contracts and platted lands. And it it wasn't like that, but it was in, I thought that was a pretty good deal selling land. You didn't own Like, well-played (laughs) well-played, uh, scrolling down, let's get here. The blue wrench. Uh, doc is up to 629 subs. Awesome. Everybody, if you would check out safety doc first, subscribe here. If you haven't, I'm trying to close in on a hundred thousand and let's just admit it. I'm more important than doc. I mean, we all like doc, but I mean, you know, come on, it's me. Doc wants to live in Caputa. What kind of guy wants to live in Caputa? Um, but check out the safety doc. Obviously his link is right there. If I'm on YouTube, let's get him to a thousand subs. Um, so then he can make money. He can monetize. Uh, Christmas Black, the tornado chasing uh, kid. Uh, Five bucks. Aaron, you should do college classes so you can beat up the who tried to steal your pizza. (laughs) There's there's a video out there. I was doing a seminar. Wow. I'm worthless. I was speaking at some college campus down in Texas. And these college boys being idiots that they are, you know, young boys are sophomoric. <clears throat> they came in one door and screamed, and scared all the kids. And then oh, I heard the door off to my left open. And they tried to steal the pizza that we had and I actually ran and tackled the kid up against the wall. And I said, what are you doing here? I, like, huh? You want to give back the pizza? Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, thanks. I saved the pizza. Well, what do you expect? You know, you pit seven, eight millennials, young millennials at the time up against the gen Xer. I mean, come on, man. It's not fair. Gen X is going to win every time. You soy boy, you know, we go to a Christian school. We're so concerned. Just so understanding and forgiving and turning the other cheek. He could barely lift the pizzas. Fingers were all noodly. and Gen Z or the, what's it called? Millennially. <clears throat> I don't know. It'd be like, be like, what was it? The Israelis going? Not the Israelis. It would be. In, yeah. The Israelites. Yeah. Going up against, not Samson, who was the big guy? Goliath. You know, he's just throwing them all around. That's that's what it's like. I mean, it's not fair. Come on, you got to get your David. Get him with the sling. Missed twice, hit the third time, three times the charm. That's where that comes from. Really? I don't know. Sure, yeah, that's where that saying comes from. David really looked back and said, hey, three times the charm. And And then the Israelites applauded as Goliath died. That's your Bible history, as far as you know. James G, five bucks. Minneapolis versus Milwaukee versus Salt Lake versus Sioux Falls. Oh, I thought you meant like uh, football team-wide versus Boise versus Seattle. Which do you think has the most room to grow economically? Well, <clears throat> on a percentage basis, I'd say Sioux Falls because it's so small. You know, like if two people move to Sioux Falls, that's, Sioux Falls that like almost doubles its population. I'm kidding, but it's, it's a very small area. And you know, if a company were to move to Sioux Falls, that would increase it significantly in terms of its economic growth. All the other ones, including including Boise, are large company. You know, a company moves to Chicago, that's, that's not going to be nothing. Besides, Lori Lightfoot would probably just steal all the crap anyway. Um, yeah, Seattle, same thing. It's pretty big. Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Salt Lake. So I'd I'd say Sioux Falls has the highest chance of growing percentage-wise economically, but I, Salt Lake as well, Boise maybe. Boise just isn't that nice of a town. It's not bad. It's just it's up on the high plains. It's cold. It's windy. It's not pretty. It's not in the mountains. Um, It's all right, but I would say Salt Lake probably uh, is tied with Sioux Falls <clears throat> and then Boise a, a close second. Minneapolis is a leftist Marxist shithole. We're going to get to that. Milwaukee is just a shithole. Chicago, obviously a shithole. Seattle, um, they, they are a shithole. They have people shitting in the streets, and they're an extra special SJW woke of shithole. Um, Minneapolis is, is probably not growing. and we'll, we'll get to the topics of conversation later. SJ, five Canadian bucks, correlation, obesity and free health care. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's that. I, it's just we we got cheap food. We got dirt cheap food. Technology has made it. We've eliminated uh, hunger through cheap food, massively cheap food. I would say EBT also has, has not helped, like making food free. Uh, that that I, I don't know if that has anything to do with uh, nationalized health care, though. Alex Pitino, a truck driving Latino agent in the field. HR Karen hate us because you make more money still living, still single, living the life. We'll no Ask them out for a date. I don't don't think the HR gals hated you because you were a single guy. I think the HR ladies were just lazy people who didn't want to work and were power hungry people where they got to lord over your life. Like your livelihood, your survival. They love they got off on that control and have this arbitrary crystal ball bullshit where there are no clear rules. They got off on that. They enjoyed torturing people. They are some of the sickest, most vile, evil people ever, ever. And uh, thankfully, they're gone. They're like you really don't run into an HR lady anymore. Um, the hiring manager is the one who does that that kind of hiring stuff. But um. Yeah, if you ever run, I mean, and everyone should tune in to Josh Fluke. All you young people, like, you know, okay, fine. Back in the day, I was one that, you know, Josh Fluke was just growing his first pube. And I was on the anti-HR game. I was on the anti-worthless degree. I was <clears throat> I was Daniel Boone. Well, Josh Fluke is kind of like, he's not the, what was Daniel Boone? Pioneers, okay? I was the pioneer. I got some rough maps drawn in. Josh Fluke is is heading up the settlers coming out, all right? He's the lawman. He's the gunman coming up, kind of laying down the law now. All right. So everyone go follow Josh Fluke. I've moved on further west. Now I'm in the Cascades of the Sierra Nevadas. Right? He's settling the planes now. But follow what he says. He's more aware and on top of corporate uh, employment shenanigans and bullshit. I I don't think, uh you know, I'd love to hear from him. Like, is HR a thing anymore? I remember them being phased out. But I haven't worked in the corporate world in a long time. Are HR ladies a thing? Are you girls still around? And why are you still around? Shouldn't you like swim to Japan with a cinder block around you? Because you're really good swimmers, right? That's what I'm saying. Because I I want you to see I want you to break records. Really? Are, are you still here? And anyway, if any of you and since we have the great resignation going on, absolutely refuse to interview with an HR lady or HR guy. You just don't interview with HR. You don't interview with a hypocrite. Who has a faulty tool that they don't use but abuse to like make you dance and get off on themselves? You absolutely do not deal with witches and, and warlocks. Absolutely not. Not with something as important as your, your life. You don't waste your time. You could apply for other jobs in that time. Like if you and I did this one time, <clears throat> applied for a job. Like to have you come in. said okay. You're gonna meet with Frank. How do you manage? all right well then we're going to have you talk to HR I'm like no I'm not interviewing with HR And you're like there's a pause Well I don't know if We can interview you then I'm like okay that's fine Like I do not Interview with your Bullshit shaman And their bullshit not science You know uh, Witchcraft and be insulted And get pissed off Let alone waste my time You don't deserve my skill and my talent And my ability Right. And and whoever passes the witch's little crystal ball meth fig of newt uh, witch trial, uh, if they pass that, that means the people getting through are a bunch of fucking psychopaths, a bunch of fucking wooey, wooey, woo, -woo especially they're political. They know the political game, dude. I just want to show up and do the fucking work, do a good job and go the fuck home. You pass HR. Ooh, you're part of the community. You're part of the cult. Ha, 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 <clears throat> I know. I hate Bobby, too. Did you see what shade he shaded his Excel charts? OMG. Let's form a little community against him. Like, oh, my God. Okay. That's basically what you're doing is if, if there's an HR person, you get in. Congratulations. You're part of the Game of Thrones. Yay. All right. Let me scroll. We got any more. Alex. <clears throat> so I don't think it's about them not being able to date you. I just think they're evil people. Happy Men's Day. Black Jack, over our UK agent. Is it? Is it Men's Day? Notice how I don't care. I mean, I you know, yeah, Happy Men's Day, but we're not so vain. Yay, I was born with a penis. I'm so brave and amazing because me, 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 and the way I was born and pure instance and coincidence and, and chance. I dude, every day should be men's day because like, hey man, we're men. Oh, we're gonna do I'm gonna do what I want because I played my cards right and I didn't go no bitches pregnant, which is gonna be the title of my book, don't get no bitches pregnant. Every day is men's day in Cappy. Well, I gotta do work and all that, but now this work is settling down. I mean, it's it's great. You play your cards right, every day can be men's day. <clears throat> I'm gonna fish, I'm gonna hike to Rapid Creek. No, you ain't fuck private property people. I'm going to podcast. I'm going to drink. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to do what I want. We don't need to have a day dedicated to us. And it's like, yeah, happy men's day. All right, cool. Happy men's day. Women most negatively affected. Is that what? (laughs) See, there's a freedom. There's a a larger philosophical point. Like your life has got to suck if you're celebrating yourself, especially if the thing that you're celebrating is something you didn't do to earn, like you didn't create it. <clears throat> like I, I celebrated paying off my house back in the twin city. Oh, that's accomplishment. You celebrate when you graduate from high school or college. Okay. That's an accomplishment. You celebrate with your buddies. You get a job, you celebrate <clears throat> um, like you fix up a car, you take it for a victory lap. You celebrate uh, beating a team in some kind of sporting event or winning the championship. That's what you should celebrate because you put your effort into it. And there was a time. Heck, I'm going to celebrate having my house finished because I put a ton of work into this house. I celebrate finishing a book. That kind of thing. Celebrate getting a promotion. Celebrate that my parents screwed, didn't abort me, and I came out with a penis. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day, that's just an excuse to drink. Hey, you know, celebrate because Cinco de Mayo, same thing. You know, you can tell people take it legit the way they should in a fun manner when you ain't Latino, but you're celebrating Cinco de Mayo anyway. And if you don't know why Cinco de Mayo is celebrated, then you're having fun. Uh, You're not like, Mexico, yay. And even then, it was because they defeated the French, I believe it was. So there was an accomplishment attached. International Women's Day. Oh, wow. Your life must really suck if you take that seriously. Gay Pride Month. Again, we are very pro non-binary. just to cover it all because it's easier to spell it that way. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, have your rights. You celebrate the fact you like to suck dick for a month? Like, look, I maybe you really like sucking dick, but... Shouldn't your energy and efforts been spending going to find new dick to suck? Not, oh my God. All right. Again, I admit, gay pride festival, gay pride parades, pretty cool. It's not the worst thing. It's like, okay, it's something to see. But for a whole month? Dude, even on my birth, am I? I didn't die. And the earth made it to the same spot it was around the sun again. I didn't die. Yay. Okay, we'll go out. But I—I I, that's a day. That's maybe an hour in the day you go hang out with buddies and friends. And after like the 50th one, people don't even start saying, oh, it's a birthday. All right. Celebrate yourself for a whole damn month? Because what type of genitalia you put your tongue on? No offense, but you got a life? I mean, you want to do something else maybe, huh? So I, I guess we could have a eh, happy men's day. All right. Oh my God, I got a penis. Let me look at it forever. (laughs) Thank God we're not so vain. It's a goddamn month. Oh my God. Thank God. It's just a happy men's here, Black Kojak. To give it more authenticity with the law of supply. Okay. We limit the supply like diamonds. Okay. We have happy men's hour. Now think about what a statement that would make to the global community. Yeah, we don't need a month. We don't need a day. We're not that vain. We just need a happy men's hour. You know like um the like solstice day uh armistice day that's what not solstice day armistice day Do, isn't it the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month world war 1 don't they just honor that hour or or like you know maybe it, it's it's with it, they narrow it down to unit of measurement in an hour <clears throat> armistice day but i think it's for that hour and i think that's all we need that would make it more poignant. Nah, we just need an hour. Why? Because we're not fucking jerking off to ourselves on fucking Instagram. That's why. Look at our Instagram. We got shit going on. It's not the fucking me channel starring me all the time. Oh, and by the way, my magical penis. Let me take a picture of that. Did I tell you I have a penis? Happy International Men's Month. Besides, women only want so much dick. They want a month, a month of dick. Uh, James G two bucks. I'm talking about great suburbs in each city. Oh, well, Sioux Falls doesn't have any suburbs. I mean, it's Sioux Falls. That's it. Um, the growth, I still think Salt Lake, it's got a main Metro. It's got mountains. It's beautiful. And it's not a bunch of, uh, Marxist SJW fuckwits from Mercer Island and Bellevue shitting in the streets demanding free shit. It's not a city trying to implement an income tax. <clears throat> um. Yeah, and the, sub, the suburb of Seattle is Tacoma and Renton. Uh, more white people shitting in the streets. Yay. I take that back. Tacoma, there are white people shitting in the streets. But Tacoma, the thing that Tacoma has is the most tatted up fucking washed up Gen Xers you'll ever see up on the hill. Serving micro brews. Hey, man, that 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 sleeve is starting to melt into one big purple, brown, blue mess. Yeah. Oh, hey, were you in the rockabilly thing? I could tell because you still wear that dress and it don't fit you no more, lady. But you've made up for with all those piercings. Hey, maybe if you shit in the streets, you could be really cool and hip. You could be down with the cause of the Tacoma ites. No, I, um, <clears throat> Seattle, no. And even the suburbs that they're, they're bumping up against the mountains. And so there's not enough roads going through. You get traffic in the burbs, man. It ain't worth it. Um, yeah, I'd say Salt Lake, then Boise. Sioux Falls ain't gotten. Sioux Falls is suburb, as you go far enough to the east, it's Minnesota. You know, the suburb is Laverne, Minnesota. There's nothing there. Taiwan two bucks. sold those knaves were. Old, old gangsters, some prep. <laughs> no, I think what they were doing is being very, that's an idea. Indian Aaron would have come up. Indian Captain would have come up. But, hey, these settlers coming in. They want to buy our land. They're looking to buy. I hate whatever the Iroquois. Let's go sell, you know, the Iroquois. They got that hunting ground there. Let's sell it to the settlers. <laughs> that's just smart. <laughs> 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 laughing all the way. Won't won't the Iroquois be surprised when they get there, man? (laughs) You know, it would be off color, but I think there'd be a market for it. What if there was a lighthearted, kind of like how Norm MacDonald made mass murder funny? He actually did. He pulled it off. What if there was a cartoon? Here we go. Just throw it all into the stew. Hear me out. Anime. Artists. Japanese anime. American writers. Not the SJW woke shit. Just a bunch of us pissed off guys. We bring in American Indians. As consultants and writers themselves. okay, We do a comedy. Japanese anime. American. American Indian. Author. Consultants. Advisor. Cartoon comedy about the French Indian Wars and the settlers and all that. How? See if you could pull it off. See if you could do it. Now, let's just have another dark moody game of pointy chair show. All right? All right? Cobra Kai, okay, the boys, that, those are unique and interesting. Uh, but I, I want to see if we could pull it off. I want to see if we could pull that off. Never going to happen because it's too creative. That's just too crazy. It might just work. Think about the same thing. I was reading about Hogan's Heroes. They, because it was so close to World War II, you know, this is in the late 60s. World War II was only 20 years ago. And they're like, you want to do a show about a concentration camp or a military camp, which is a POW camp difference. And there was like some apprehension, turned out to be the best show ever. It's my favorite show, by the way, Hogan's Heroes. But I, you know, just just wondering, and then we could have the curmudgeonly old Cappy Indian. Who's always smart and outwitting the settlers. All right. You could have so much colorful characters on that one. You saw a little bit of that in Samurai Champloo. Whereas during the Tokugawa period. And there's samurais and all that. But Americans came in. Which was interesting. And there was a little. There was obviously a a huge hip-hop influence into it. And it worked well. Sekiro Watanabe pulled it off. I'm saying could we pull off something like that again. Hey, the goddamn bacon. Also, if you would kindly subscribe to the goddamn bacon channel for 270. Cappy Saves the Pizza, a Netflix special. <laughs> I don't know if it would be, be more than one episode. Carl Peters, five bucks. Hey, from People's Republic of Chicagoland, time for me to move to Indiana. Look, if you're going to move, why would you move to Indiana? Why would you move better, like Tennessee? Warmer. Uh James G at the goddamn bacon. Oh, wait, he didn't pay. What am I doing? Giving people. Hold on. Scrolling. Samuel Tack, five bucks. If you had the money, would you consider getting a taser in addition to your firearms and self-defense? Um, <clears throat> I've thought about that. And I I don't know. I'm not. I prefer mace, actually. And I've thought about some intermediary. Because in truth, you don't really want to shoot somebody and kill them you certainly don't want to shoot them and then have them live so they can sue you later, which is going, it's guaranteed to happen. And you're going to jail that night. You may not go to prison, but you are going to jail and a uh, taser or a uh, mace product uh, is not lethal. And um, it, so you avoid a, a murder charge or a manslaughter charge in that case. I thought about it. Um, but then I'm also thinking like, well, what if they got guns and I pull out mace? Like they don't have their guns out yet and they're threatening me and they, and I don't have, you know, now I got to pull out my gun again and things move too fast that, you know, you you get one shot basically. That's it. Um, if you're in like a land of pussies, you know, like Europe where guns are illegal, well, you can't even get a taser or a mace. So I don't know. Have fun just giving your money away. Do, 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 do. Okay, Elizabeth unfortunately Have eight of them And they are out of control We'll get them under control Alright, I think we're all caught up No, there they are, more away I'm just trying to <clears throat> Avoid. Um, I know a lot of people don't answer Super Chat questions because they're busy, and I understand there's people busier than me, and I get like, look at people I get two hundred dollars Super Chats. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I'm gonna like you drop five bucks, like, Clem. I have five bucks. Thanks, Clem. I'm gonna answer your question. Five bucks. When you said back to analog, I thought of Gen Zs figuring out a rotary dial phone. Yeah, they they it's not that hard to figure that out. <clears throat> I've thought about starting a company, which I'm not going to, called Aaron's Analog. And somebody else out there, somebody, not me do with something, uh, but there is a market to either build products that don't have a computer chip in them and try and do everything for you. Like upstairs. Okay. I got, I got a, a an oven. The clock is off because of daylight savings time. And I don't know how many digital clocks I have that are just set on one time. And I just know, okay, that's off by an hour during the, the daylight saving months. And then it's, on time for the other half of the year because i don't have it's not obvious how to change the fucking time and i'm just thinking like you know what <clears throat> analog ovens analog refrigerators and then analog cars but the cars what i what you're gonna have to do is here's something that i was thinking about and somebody with a computer guys here's a multi-billion dollar idea it's called the denega fire. and you get up. You know, when you plug in that thing to run a diagnostic in your car, well, you get kind of like a USB type of style plug in. It plugs into your car and now will take a lot of programming and each year you're going to have to come up with new stuff. And it turns off all the warning bells and whistles and denagifying things and and chirping and turns it all off. It denagifies your car. And it it doesn't stop when you come to a stop sign the engine keeps running. None of that shit. It undoes all the fucking shit people never asked for. It turns your car into an analog car, meaning it does what you fucking want it to do. It doesn't guess. And it doesn't, like a fucking SJW nagging wife, give you a lecture or sermon. You get too close to the side of the road. You get too close to the center of the road. It just shuts the fuck up and does what you want. If you could plug that into a wife, there it is. There you got some. I could plug it right, honey. Would you like a sandwich? Why, yes, I would. Okay, I'll put on the lingerie after I work out at the gym and come back and give you a sandwich and a blowjob. Thanks. There's a multi trillion dollar idea plugging the denegifier for your wife, turns your wife into a nice wife. I'm going to work some extra hours so I can pay off my student loans. See you later, babe. I'll come back and give you a blowjob later. Bye. World's richest man ever. (laughs) Was he a prostitute? No. No. He got the denagifying device. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. I'm going to go away now and just let you play your video games. Call me when you need me. Here's a bell to ring in case you need a scotch. (laughs) Get a Nobel Prize for something. I must, if I came up with that, I have to come up with, uh, that would be the night, dude, wars would go away. We'd be happy. There'd be no crime. Everybody be happy. Be no debts. (laughs) Oh, Whoever can figure that out. Um, you know. Jonathan McDaniel, two bucks. Hey cap, what advice do you have for quitting porn? Um, you, you just, you got like any other addiction. Okay. Here's two things. Now <clears throat> you may want to talk to Paul Benjamin about this apex mindset. He is skilled in this area, all right? That's his, that's his professional background psychology. All right. And neurochemistry and all that. We're talking about addiction and, Whatever it is, whether it's an external substance like alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, nicotine, do you get do you get addicted to the nicotine? Whatever it gets you addicted, there's an external chemical that your body then needs or thinks it needs it doesn't really need it. it thinks it needs it. But also what that does, a consistent application to that rewires your brain and, and Paul called it the rewarding mechanism, <clears throat> and your brain will rewire to reward. Whatever substance that is, it it could be booze, drugs, or but in the case of porn, the chemical is not external, it's internal, it's some kind of dopamine hit or, or whatever else it is. And nine times out of 10, the reason you are relying on some substance, whether it's internal or external, no matter what vehicle that is, um, the reason is because you're looking, not you're not getting the dopamine hit from life outside god fucking damn it i fucking hate you people like i hung up the first time and they called back again there turn off thank you digital phone um so nine times out of ten is because you got nothing else going on there's no better you're not going to find a dopamine hit to make you feel good and that's very common nowadays uh normally your family would be there very ever so bluntly, and I'm simplifying it, and I'm, I know I'm paying with a very large brush. Women don't really like men all that much anymore, and they certainly don't have an interest in forming a family. If they do have an interest in forming a family, it's not going to be a fun adventure. It, they're not – that you are not – okay, here. And if you don't believe me, go get this book, The Book of Numbers, Analyze the an ROI of the Pursuit of Women, Better Bachelor Edition if you want to read Joker's intro. <laughs> Women – absolutely do not have men at the center of their focus of their life anymore. That is, that is absolutely stated fact that that applies to the vast majority of women of marrying age. All right. So what would have normally given you a reward ranging from everything from romance, love, sex with your wife to um, being a father and spending time with your kids, even, even disciplining them, which was an investment um, that that's gone. So the number one thing that would normally be your primary source of purpose, reason, happiness, and joy is gone, all right? And it's, sadly enough, turn into a pain where still half you people still get divorced. <clears throat> um, as you add socialism, and especially for men, you've been replaced, your purpose in agency has been replaced by the government. Yes, it's it's very, that's an uphill battle. So it's, it's a hard, you gotta go and find purpose and meaning. And so that's where if you read through this book, um, I even got Rich Cooper's book here. I found this when I was cleaning. You know, this is a good, another good one. Obviously, read mine first because Rich Cooper. Come on, he's Canadian. Um, <clears throat> but in the last chapters of both those books, go through what should you do? How do you find point, purpose, reason, and 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 being in life outside of the opposite sex? And last two cha- last chapters of those two books are there. So you have to find some kind of substitute. You could do things biophysiologically change your diet, work out. But I'm going to tell you this: this is how simple it is, John. It's hard. I drank because there's nothing else to do, and it calmed me the fuck down. It was great. It actually worked. It did. It wasn't wasn't like bullshit. It worked. All right. But you can't live forever drinking forever or smoking cigarettes forever. Um, and you got to find something in your life. You know, I can't. I can't address the neurochemical stuff that's where you get what antidepressants you talk to a therapist or whatever like that uh, but I do know like yeah you gotta have you gotta find some kind of other reason to live which is really hard to do when you're biologically programmed to chase and pursue and have sex and fall in love with women and to have your own little kids right uh, I find great joy in my little nieces you know uh, and and uh, the handful of nephews I get to see every once in a while they're fun. Um, I, you know, there's this work. I think that's a, a place that a lot of men could go can be work. Could also be your hobbies or, or, uh, your crafts. <clears throat> I do adventure, but that's me. I mean, you're going to have to find out something else to do. And, you know, you just, but how do you quit porn? You quit porn. <laughs> like you just don't do it. It's a policy. Um, you know, and I'm wrestling with the diet right now. And this goes back to, you need religion. You need advice. I need a vice. I need a vice. Nobody can live without vice. You know, and is porn the worst vice? Not if it affects you, if it doesn't affect your life. I mean, there's worse things than porn. I mean, it's not like you're you're not going to work or anything. I mean, so that's not the worst vice. My vice is I'm eating whatever the fuck I damn well please. Um, You know, I'm going easy on myself. That's my vice. <clears throat> but maybe if you could turn something that's healthy into a vice, I don't know. Some people can actually... Flip it and go into the gym is their vice. That sounds a lot of pain. Um, Maybe food is your vice, but replace it with another vice. Uh, But yeah, you're just not doing porn no more. And it's going to take about two weeks for your brain to rewire and no longer call out for that porn or whatever your addiction or your vice is. Um, You may want, I mean, if it's that serious, John, you may want to take the minimalism course, which is not targeted towards porn, but it's targeted towards spending more than you make. And the principles are the same there. Um, <clears throat> see, It'd be like an 80% overlap. Maybe there's something there that, that you could get to finally kick the porn habit. <clears throat> but, it, you know, if you're not not showing up for work, or you're not showering, not showering, you know, like you're functionally otherwise, like, I don't know. It's not the worst vice. I mean, what's your opportunity cost as well? Are you fat? Are you overweight? Okay, your health. And now go out and hike. Yeah, give it up. But if you've got your life all together, otherwise, I can't lie. Everybody needs a vice. Normally, men's vice was women. It was great, mutually beneficial vice. But that's kind of off the table now. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the only advice I got. Maxi Mike, two bucks, going to party, making the six figs at $30 an hour, delivering pizza. <laughs> you could. Over in Vegas. Swallow blue. Hang on. I got to a little bit of a weak spell. I haven't eaten today. Just running off of coffee. Uh, you've clearly stated you've been to... Uh, never been. No, I've, I've been to Salt Lake City twice, three times, I think. I visited a rub. One, we have a state income ta- tax. <clears throat> um, uh, two, cost of living is almost LA living. Uh, apartment requires 650 credit score. Houses are 500K. Salt Lake City, are you... Saying something, yeah. I've I've been to Salt Lake City. Are you talking some other place? Yeah, I knew that about Utah. Utah does have an income tax. I don't I don't know if uh Los Angeles has loss of Los Angeles cost of living. Uh, did I get everything? Come on, load up. There we go. Pulse kebab, five bucks. Cappy, you're all spun up. You sound like pop. (laughs) Pop's got a lot to say. Pop went through a lot. This Hanyaker, no doubt some Mexican poops. I don't know. We can't see it, of course. Can't see it. Black kojak, five British pounds, which is like 750 American. Do you read the comments in your videos? Also, I'd love to see you and Josh talk about corporate America on Rolo's show. That'd be a good trifecta. Yeah. Uh, My experiences are going to be slightly outdated. Um... Yes, I do read the comments on my videos because uh, I need something to do at night before I go to bed. For a while, I didn't because I just didn't care. And I I won't lie. The other thing is I'm building my house. I'm kind of alone. There's not a lot of people out here. When I go to the Southern Command, I'm alone. The Great and Merciful Corona Chan, there's not a lot of socializing. Um, I've kind of purged or have lost uh, a a lot of my, my better friends. Uh, and so I don't hang out, don't have much of a social life. So I've had, you can, you can't work all the time. If you hung out with me, black, we'd wake up at like seven, not together, not in the same bed, just saying, okay, you know, you'd have your own room, you know, Jay Cappy, what are we going to do? Same thing we do every night, Kojak, we're going to bust our ass off. And so there'd be work going to the Menards or the homie Depot. There'd be projects. I do asshole consulting. And then about 10, 30, 11, all right, I'm done. But you can't just constantly work. And then so I just go through the comment section because it's somewhat of a conversation. Came into uh, podcasting because you're tired. And so I do go through the comments. When I take it to recently, I found like the the band hammer. And so all these people like Cappy's just a, it, it's like the same. It's only like three people with multiple fake accounts. And anytime anyone like slams on my friends, uh, calls me a fraud, or is just being a a dickhead, or it depends on the mood I am, like, delete, not delete, but you can ban them. And then last night, I accidentally banned somebody um, unintentionally, Uh, but it's kind of fun. So it's like, this guy, I can't believe anyone listens to him. And it's kind of cool because it's like, you know, these accounts are made, like you look at the accounts. And they're like a month old and no subscribers, no. And I've always an avatar, always an avatar, some jack dude. This guy, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, fatty, whatever. Um, <clears throat> But no, generally I don't. It's just kind of a, I don't know. You need, you need a, you need a calm down time. You need to relax. And there's so little on television. I just, uh, I don't want to watch TV. Maxi Mike, five bucks. Swalu, right. Got contacts in Salt Lake City Provo. It's crazy expensive. $1.2 million. million. Really? Is that expensive? Plus, alcohol is diluted. Idaho, Montana, and North South Dakota much better. I didn't know Salt Lake was that expensive. Okay. There you go. Look, everything's going to get expensive because we print off money, printer, gold, burr. Oh my God. Atham found his wallet. What the hell happened? Five bucks. They have too many vices, drugs, alcohol, sex, and rock and roll. But I also work tons. I get a pass. My vices to sustain me and keep me sane. Yeah, because here's the thing. Okay, what, what are you supposed to live for if not the opposite sex? I mean, that's what you're put here for. By nature, God, that's what you're driving. I'm talking men. I know girls don't really like guys that much. I got it. I, I understand. I'm talking for the guys. And if you take away girls, what are guys supposed to do? You can't just work all the time. You can't. I mean... Work can become a health. A, a, that's about the healthiest vice you can get. And one would argue that my work is my healthiest is, is is my other vice in addition to eating whatever the hell I want. But you can't work all the time. and certainly not physical labor. Past nine months, I'm not joking. I've been doing basically 40 hours a week of physical labor and 40 hours a week of not physical like this type of labor, which admittedly is not. It's fun. I, I, I won't deny it, but you know. God, there's times I do nine hours of asshole consulting. You know, and then also, it was dark when I woke up. It's dark when I'm done. I mean, that's not good for your mind. <clears throat> so yes, you need, vice is the spice of life. You need vice. You need something, man. You need alcohol. You need drugs. You need music. You need creativity. I'm even getting to the point. This is why I'm somewhat okay. It's like, well, if the porn isn't ruining your life, there's worse There's where I'm also starting to not come around, but I can understand like people get lost in video games. Like some of my most fond memories was playing uh, red dead redemption. Cause it's a great game. You can get lost. I fired up, um, new Vegas, <clears throat> the, um, fallout. Um, uh, just open environment, walk around. And I realized, I remembered how bad the controls were. I'm like, no, reload the fucking weapon. Uh, but I, I can I can forgive people for wanting to get lost in Skyrim. I can forgive people for wanting to get lost in... Um, I don't know if World of Warcraft is a thing anymore, but I, I can see where people went off to do... Because what do you... There's no... there. There is no opportunity cost, especially with the Great and Merciful Corona chant. It's not like you could go to some meeting. Not like there was some cool event going on. And that, it's not like you're going to have... A a dancing anymore, because there ain't no pretty girls to chase after anymore. Okay, you go to the brew pubs and up, but that's alcohol. I mean, it really is going to be things like one man activities, like your pipes. Uh oh, hang on, we're having difficulties. Okay, it's not my internet. It's something else. It's up with YouTube. I apologize was a little bit robotic. Yeah, but I I don't know. I mean, until the world comes up with purpose, agency, and reason. Like if we had a good old no shit war, like a genuine World War Three, all right, your depression would go away. Now it'd be replaced with a threat of existing. But oh shit, we better grab some guns and go do something. I don't know. The Chinese are coming or whatever. Um, but no, there's there's not much else to do. Um, so I'm, I'm somewhat understanding. This is also why I get like, not cripplingly depressed, but like somewhat defeated. I go to Walmart to buy something. I look around. It's like, fuck man. Can there just be some okay in shape, good looking people? Could there just be one? Not that I want to have sex with these bitches. Can, can we look and not see shit all over the place? <clears throat> Nine times out of 10, it's like, yeah, I mean, it, I've... I'm by myself most of the time. I go and I run errands. I get food. That's about the most social contact I have with the wait staff at a place. Then I go for my daily hike or go to the gym. And then I go home and I work on stuff. That's it. And I think that's going to be most guys. And that's going to be the healthy ones. It's going to be the healthy ones. And if at any point in time, ladies, you'd like to help out, be thin, be nice, and indicate to a guy you like them so that maybe you guys could form a relationship. But we all know what the chances of that are happening. So um, my advice is sustain me and keep me sane. Also, Cappy sucks. Thank you. Thank you. Atham would have a character in the uh, French Indian War anime cartoon comedy. We'd have him. He'd have to. He'd be the lost Mexican adventurer. He'd be like, where am I? What happened? Like, dude, you are way far off. Cortez, he's been dead for years. How the heck did you get up here? And what's with that fucking, uh, the funny eagle hat you got on top of your head? He could buy, I got a crazy idea for a flag because the Mexican flag is the most loud, crazy, way too much shit going on. Like the Italian flag, yeah, we just got three stripes of three colors. Mexico's like, watch this shit, hold our beer or cerveza. We're going to get the Italian flag, right? And then we're going to. Put a a landscape on it. All right, that's that's pretty loud, you know. Well, okay, we have some mountains, But wait, there's more. All right, you're going to have more than a mountain. Yeah, there's going to be a swamp. Okay, well, that's going to be a lot of stitching for the ladies making this flag. You know, the Italians, they just patched together three things. Same with the Russians now. They just three things, and then they got a flag, and they go. This is going to take Betsy Ross a long time to sew this flag. Yeah, okay, but just a couple more things. Oh my god, Jesus Athan. What more are you gonna add to this flag? Okay, so there's gonna be a cactus. Oh a cactus, no. And there's gonna be an eagle. Oh shit. <laughs> it's gonna have a snake in its mouth, man. It's gonna be the coolest flag ever, man. We're gonna have F-15s. What's it up? Nuclear strikes just a fuck shit ton of crap going on in the Mexican flag. And we'll win wars because people are gonna look at the flag. Holy shit, what is that? They're not gonna pay attention to us attacking. Someone must have been on shrooms coming up with that flag. It's like, Jesus Christ, what the hell's going on? It's like practically a book. You got to take 10 hours to die. Ann Rand, did Ann Rand design your flag? Fucking hell. <laughs> Loudest flag on the planet. I don't think there's a louder flag than that. Uh Rolling down. Juan the Aztec Patriarch, two bucks. Will you ever try Mary Jan? Eh, not really. I don't think so. <clears throat> I hate, I hate feeling guilt and shame. And the great thing is like with alcohols, I could still do my job. So I bang it up, but there'd be a couple of days where I'd have a no shit hangover. And I heard like some people react to the, the marijuana differently than others. Some people are just laid out for two days. Like, man, I don't want to be laid out for two days. Like if I get deplatformed and I got nothing else going on, like yeah, maybe I would. Maybe I'd turn to to drugs. I don't know. But um... Alex Petino, a truck driving Latino agent in the field, ten bucks. My sisters live in Hennefer, Utah, right off the eighty four. One sister, her house is worth six hundred thousand while my youngest lives in a house built in nineteen eleven, priced at almost three hundred thousand. The only reason is because it's Summit County. What's uh what's Summit County? Is that is that nice? Uh Mexi Mike, five bucks. But if you prefer the warmer climates, little and no slow snow, Texas, Florida, Tennessee, even North South Carolina. Yeah, the Carolinas are nice. I like them both. You get the red state politics and the Rockies and a warmer climate. Yep. All right, let's scroll in here. A couple more, and we'll get to the news about the twin cities. Robert Flores, a lot of Latinos today's Latino. No, Latino hour. Today's Latino hour because we don't need a fucking day. Uh, Better looking people at Target. Plus they are happy because they aren't poor. Yeah, but the problem with Target is go look up the, the diversity inclusion. quanta. ha ha. Just look at that mentally ill clown. You think Lori Lightfoot is an ugly woman. Go look at that freak of nature. And don't look at her and tell me, oh, yeah, she likes guys and white people. I mean, just look at that piece of shit. That's where your money goes to. And then they got the obesity. I was like, oh, give it the fuck up. I just, I, <clears throat> at least Target, I know they probably don't hate white people or males as much. I'm sorry, Walmart as Target. Target is just the pretentious, suburbanine, liberal white soccer mom. That's what Target is. And I hate that. Then the welfare bum born into poverty. Like a fair amount of the Indian community, you know, because Indian reservations nearby, they didn't have the benefits of growing up in the everyday I need attention. They're legit dirt poor. Okay, I can grant them why they might have some some, uh, (laughs) reservations about capitalism and poverty and all that. I got that. I'm more sympathetic with that. Okay, you could go. All right. But I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie. Oh, I'm so good with the minorities and the children's and the black people. Uh, I go to Target and they don't rate five because I. Oh, God, you hypocritical piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Minneapolis mayor before the current one they got. Now, that was her. Prissy little bitch from Wyzetta. Oh, I'm here to help the minorities because I know what I'm doing, everybody. I have a liberal arts degree. Yeah, you did a great job, lady. That those hypocrites I can't stand. Yeah, so fuck Target. Target is for those those hypocritical frauds. Swallow blue, five bucks. And the average rent now is around one point four to two thousand. I've heard some of the places five to seven thousand. That's why I moved out. Though I live with I live my state. I love my state. I know you were in Salt. I didn't know you were in Utah. Swallow. I thought you were over on the East Coast. Mexi Mike, five bucks. Hold our cerveza, Mexico. Also a war. What exactly would we worth, would be worth for nothing? Good dudes be fighting and dying for. No war needed if we keep this up. Uh, Athen did tell me that Mexico has never started a war. It's true. They never started a war. Um, yeah, but I think, I think that diversionary tactic with your flag, that that's how you that's how you just sneak in and take over, man. Everyone's still looking at the flag. What's going on? I don't know. I'm still trying to make heads and tails of it. We'll have scorpions, and there's some buffalo, and there'll be a tank rolling up, and then there'll be this drunk nude. Hey, where's the nude? drunk nude tits? Or girls with big tits drinking cervezas? Yeah, man. <sighs> oh. Alex Petino, five bucks. Summit County is where Park City is and is where all the skiing. Oh, okay. And the 2002 Olympics happened. Also Sundance movie film fest. Oh God. That's what, yeah, that's, that. speak of rich, pretentious liberal assholes. Uh, really Rob, you hate, you hate Walmart as much as I hate Target. I don't hate Walmart. I think Walmart is great. They've done more to raise people out of poverty than all government programs combined. It's the people that go in there well, I'm like god get, here's a bag they should just have a bag here's your the greeters here's your bag put it over your face All right um <clears throat> let's get to the articles from NPR news this is Minneapolis Public Radio St Paul Minneapolis voters back rent back rent control Minneapolis voters on Tuesday gave the city council the okay to put price uh, rent controls in place, St. Paul voters took it further, backing a ballot measure that will place a 3% cap annually on most rent increases. <clears throat> Advocates for rent control have... It t- Just so you know, uh, price fixing doesn't work. It's never worked. It results in shortages. You should have basic economics if you came out of high school. They should have taught you this. You cannot arbitrarily set prices for things. It's it's idealistic Morons! You can look at the mayor of both Minneapolis and St. Paul, but Mayor Carter, who is a laughable joke of a pussy of a man. Um, Talk about a guy who's never worked a real job. It is overeducated. That's what happens when pussies with no real working experience. These soy boy men come out and like, free thing. So they're going to put a 3% rent. Okay. Okay. Don't know where the housing is going to come from, but all right. 3% 3% cap annually on most rent increases. Advocates for rent control had argued during the election season that policies were need to keep pre- rental housing affordable and prevent extreme rent increases. I... Okay. Uh, the goal was to ensure everyone in the city has a stable place to live regardless of their wealth or race, said Claire Bergren, uh, manager of the Home to Stay campaign, Minneapolis. All right. And if you're looking how the population voted, 53% voted for it. 46% voted against it. And what was funny, it's a side note. So Minneapolis had a vote to the citizens of Minneapolis. And I, i if I was more on my game for operation evil, I would have campaigned for this. It was something like 52, 48. They voted to keep the cops, but only like a 4% margin. Had I known I would have raised a ton of money to go and campaign to get the cops banned and kicked out of Minneapolis. Because I want those fuckwits to pay. That would be Operation Evil. <clears throat> they were that close. Almost half the damn population of Minneapolis don't want the cops there. Which you say, but Cappy, in true Machiavellian form, would that be a waste of time? Because aren't they just getting more woke? Like, let's have the, let's have this ballot on measure in five years. Should be enough people fleeing out of Minneapolis by that time, right? Be, oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Best thing to happen in Minneapolis would be... Um, Would be the cops to leave? The most oh, it'd be so wonderful. It'd be wonderful. Anyway, so but you know, there's forty eight percent of people that have their head screwed on straight ish in Saint Paul, Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis, blah blah. Found a found that okay, University of Minnesota Center for Urban and Regional Affairs, which is biased. Report that examined rent control prices in other cities found that policies generally keep prices down and that there's little evidence of re- that rent stabilization policy lead to new construction, uh, less new construction. I don't believe you. Um, that goes against all the other studies I saw back 20 odd years ago. That was before the big politicization. But hey, you want to lie to people. Who, you know, <clears throat> It's one thing to be homeless because there's not enough housing in Florida. Okay, It's warm. It's another thing when there's not enough housing. In the Twin Cities in January. I don't care. That you're going to run out of housing. I don't care. There's going to be a short. And <clears throat> here's this report. We're going to get to another article. That immediately within 24 hours. Debunked this. All right. So. Rent control. Twin, we don't have to read through the whole article. Or the analysis. From CBS Minnesota. Okay. Now, the first article, when they passed rent control, that was November 2nd. This is two weeks later, November 18th. Minneapolis residents shocked as some saw property taxes estimates rise 20% or higher. (laughs) Many Hennepin County, Hennepin County, get out of Hennepin County. I had my house. In Ramsey County, the White Bear Lake, <clears throat> I got out. It's not the city. It's the county. You got to get out of the county. So everybody in Edina and the Wysetta and the Everyday I Need Attention, they're all paying more taxes now because Minneapolis. Many Hennepin County residents are in shock after receiving proposed levies and taxes for 2022. Some saw their property tax estimates rise by more than 20%. <clears throat> this is especially true for many homeowners in North Minneapolis, some of who saw proposed increases as much as 40%. North Minneapolis is the, the bad part of town. Predominantly uh black community lives there. And your heaviest Democrat voters. And you voted for money practical burr. And now your property taxes have gone up because your property values have gone up. 40%. That property over there, we're gonna tell you who you can rent to now, Minneapolis Pro. Past like, you know, section eight stuff. We're going to tell you what you can and can't build there. We're going to limit what you could charge for rent to, well, that's St. Paul to 3%. But now we're going to increase your cost by 40%. I don't know how many times I got to tell you people this. You don't own your property in Minneapolis. That is the city's property. That is the people shitting in the streets. That's the people blocking the highway. That's the people burning down the building. They own that property. You are a fucking property manager, you stupid fucking stooge. Now know your fucking place, bitch. Your job is to go work hard, save up a down payment, take out the loan, put the risk on you, and then you are to provide free housing for the pieces of shit of Minneapolis who are not fiscally responsible. That's your job. Shut the fuck up and know your place, you dumbass Minneapolis homeowners. <clears throat> and certainly you you landlords, you fucking stooges. The rent it's up because your home value is up 13% over a year is huge, said realtor Nate Pence. He added that the numbers residents are seeing on this first property st- t- tax statement are not set in stone. Not only raise the ceiling, raise your property tax values. For right now the tax amount is it's set it's just a range that it could go up by these are based on the values that were assessed on January 2nd <clears throat> or so a year ago in February or March of 2020 why why is this playing why why is this playing cbs Ba ba ba. Camden neighborhood saw some of the largest proposed increases in the city, but still considered one of the most affordable neighborhoods because people get shot there regularly. Some homeowners are looking for something under three hundred thousand that is in good that is in good quality condition. That's where you're going to see a lot of demand, Pence said. Property taxes will fund probably thirty six percent of the proposed budget. There's some areas. Boo boo boo. Oh, and just so you know, in case you were wondering, um, they have a, a anti hate initiative that multiple millions of dollars will be going to Minneapolis. And I wonder if that's just going to be a slush fund to employ a bunch of worthless liberal arts majors from the University of Minnesota. Oh, God, this is great. Uh, Oh, this just in. Brittany Freed? Who's Brittany? Kyle, Rittenhouse Freed, America's winning. All right. Did they come back with a judgment today? Okay, good. Good. <clears throat> all right. That's good to hear. I didn't pay attention to it. I, I'm kind of, I, I really would have no opinion on the written house thing. All right. We don't have to go on with that article. <clears throat> yeah. That's, it's playing that now. I don't know. We're going to watch all the tuner insers are going to drop off. So <clears throat> property taxes up 20 to 40% rent caps, rental control. from the Star Tribune. November 6th, developers pause St. Paul projects after rent control vote. But this is not possible because a bunch of academic fucks at the University of Minnesota just said, just told me, well, studies show research suggests. Oh, really? Because they just stopped. I think it's the largest housing development in the Twin Cities right now. Short version, there was a Ford plant where they used to build the Ford Ranger. It took up a lot of acres. a huge, huge piece of land. Pretty much, it's within the metro city limits of St. Paul. And they've spent five, six years hemming and hawing. You knew it would be a royal pain in the ass. Millions of dollars, millions of human hours wasted on how to get this thing going. They finally get it going. And now they increase rent control or they implement rent control and they limit the amount that you can increase your rent. The day after. Unlike most cities with rent control, St. Paul will not exempt new construction, which opponents will argue force lenders and developers to look outside the city. Less than 24 hours after St. Paul voters approved on the country's most stringent rent control policies, Nicole Goodman's phone started to ring. Developers were calling to let the city's director of planning and economic development that they were placing projects on hold, putting hundreds of new housing units at risk. You just told me, University of Minnesota, urban and housing development, fuck with parasites, that this wouldn't happen. It happened in 24 hours. And I don't know if any of you academic fucks or you fucking worthless politicians and hacks know something, but you guys don't do shit. I don't mean politically. I mean, you don't build houses. And all your voters, all the parasites who live off of government largesse, who lay around and watch TV and eat and get fat, they don't work or produce anything either. So I don't know who is going to build the housing except the productive members of society. And they're not going to build the housing unless they can pay themselves and feed their families, not to mention cover costs. So if you're not going to allow them to charge the amount of money needed to make it so that they can build housing, And people can make a profit all the way from the contractors and subcontractors to the real estate developers, to the realtors, to the owners. You know, the owners, they want to make a little bit of a profit too. To ultimately who buys the property and the landlords who manage it and all that, they all have to pay the people, which creates jobs, by the way, if you know. know. But if you're not going to allow them to charge enough to cover the costs, or to make enough profit to entice the entrepreneurs and the real estate developers to come in and do it in the first place, they won't. And now you just worsen the housing shortage, you dumbass motherfucking ditches. I'm a pussy, Mayor Carter. I'm a pussy, go pussy. You know what hammer is, Carter? You know what that is? You just got nice, soft, gingerly hands. I bet you live in Crocus Hill, Carter. That's where all the pussies live in St. Paul, if you were wondering. So great. It's just, you communists get it. You don't produce anything. You need the producers. Right. You either enslave them and force them to build under threat of death. Right. Or you accept that they're not going to produce. Or you, you've, you let them make a profit. So they have an incentive to go to work. No one operates at a loss. I mean, just this pampered environment you worthless fucking liberal arts pussies grew up in to think that shit just falls out of the sky you you truly privileged pussies <clears throat> uh we don't want our equity goals to be at odds with our growth gro- goals well that's what it's going to happen cuz equity means paying your lazy parasitic piece of shit voters other people's money that's not equity it's not fair the producers are leaving boom your goals are at odds Goodman said in a presentation with to the city council Wednesday the ordinance was written the ordinance as written may actually put those goals at odds Voters' decision Tuesday to cap annual rent increases at 3% sent developers into a frenzy, prompting some with stakes in Minnesota's capital city to pause projects or reconsider sites for future housing. Unlike most cities with rent control, St. Paul will now not exempt new construction, <clears throat> which opponents argue will force lenders and developers to look outside to see for spots. If they more confident, they will recoup investments and earn profits. We, like everybody else, here's where the pussy spokesperson from the, from the co- companies come in. Say, look, you're a Marxist piece of shit. Um, you've never worked a real job. We're the ones that produce the fucking housing. You sit there on your ass and just act as basically a parasite broker still our hard work to give it to your fucking degenerate pieces of shit that vote you in. All right. No, we're not building you housing. We got costs. We got to cover them. Fuck you. Enjoy your homelessness. You know what Operation Evil would really do is I just send more people to St. Paul because there's going to be a housing shortage. And if I could get more people to set up ten cities <clears throat> in St. Paul, that'd be great. Um, we are reevaluating what, if any, future business activity we'll be doing in St. Paul. Wow, that's pretty terse language there, Paul. Uh, so I'm sorry, so Jim Stolpstad who has worked on developments in St. Paul for 30 years as founder of Exeter, the company behind major projects like Grand Avenue's revamp retail corridor and new luxury apartments of the Cathedral Hill neighborhood. It's a sobering po- prospect as many re- redevelopments, including the Hillcrest golf club and boys totem town sites enter critical planning stages at the Heinlein bridge site, That's this, the Ford bridge, a uh, Ford uh, plant where construction is well underway. Ryan companies was scheduled to submit three building plans to the city this week, but Tony Barranco Ryan's North region president said Wednesday, those reviewers have been postponed indefinitely in light of the referendum's outcome. Ryan companies warned before election day that the rent control ordinance would prevent them from finding investors for the 760 affordable housing units. The city, play. Hey, by the way, Oh, why did that reboot? Um, by the way, for all you developers and uh, starting from the lowly, you know, duplex homeowner, Landlord in in Minneapolis, two big time developers. How many years have I been telling you guys not to invest in the twin cities? How many years? How many millions of dollars in wasted labor hours have gone into meeting after meeting after meeting and landscaping and putting in the infrastructure? We're talking at least one hundred million dollars in that one project alone. Do, Do you. You believe these leftists. You believe parasitic pussies like Mayor Carter, who've never worked a job in their life, that they're just not going to take your money? This isn't advanced shit. This is like fifth grade logic here. Wait a minute. I don't own that? Well, you own it according to this piece of paper. You just can't do what you want with it. Yeah, but screw the piece of paper. I can't do what I want with it. That's really what this is called fascism, if you guys were wondering. The irony that all you leftists are anti-fascist, all you anti fub people are for this, but it is the literal economic defin- definition of fascism—municipal fascism, right here. Uh, boo, 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 boo. Ryan rent control, funding investors, and the city pledged to bring—you know—it's the city pledged to bring to the former Ford site. If our banking partners won't loan us dollars to build the buildings that are planned at as market rate because they can more safely lend their dollars elsewhere, we will not be able to build the market rate projects that help subsidize affordable housing, Barranco said. Supporters of rent control, you know, here, if you looked up any of these people, also, they don't have real jobs. Led by a grassroots coalition that petitioned to put the ordinance on the ballot says developers are making empty threats. Oh. <laughs> Come find out no no you're not gonna get the money it's <laughs> this happens in every city where new regulations are passed because they want to scare the city into changing the ordinance tram huang campaign manager for housing equity now saint paul which led the bell. Battle... do we have to really look up tram huang to find out he's a pussy too ramsey county commissioner trista mattis castillo who voted for rent control said she believes st paul population need for you redevelop- will ultimately went out i don't think development will stall she said but there will be some kinks that we need to get worked out um ba <clears throat> ba 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 you know what fine just that's fine that's fine you you go right ahead go right ahead and what the problem is is what the the, the empty threat You've made it clear that no one can be. How many other projects in the future? It's not like now is this the only supply <clears throat> of housing that's ever going to hit St. Paul, let alone Minneapolis. Your majority of your housing supply is going to come from this place called the future. And now that you've telepathed your move, you've stated very clearly people don't own the property and you're going to limit the amount that people can charge. That's going to limit the amount of funds of money that'll come in from investors. Once again, I don't know if I've told you this, ranging from everything from uh, the pussy mayor Carter to the pussy activist tram. None of you build housing. None of you. You don't even shovel sidewalks. You are professional parasites. You produce nothing of economic value. So I don't know who or where. You're going to find the real men and women to come in and build the housing to house your parasitic bum fucks. You, you unfortunately are going to have to rely on Republicans, conservative libertarians. There are some hardworking Democrats. I mean, you haven't totally replaced them with trust fund baby Democrats, right? There's got to be an old timer who still thinks, Oh, the Democrats are for labor. You know, he's like 83. You know, so that that. Democrat, but all the Democrats from you know all your colleges of oh, what the St. Kate's, Hamlin, all those trust fund baby Democrats who don't don't produce anything. I rate you know <clears throat> your poor Democrats who live on welfare, you know, over on university and like the burned down buildings, to your rich elite democrats who live off of trust funds living on Crocus Hill, not one of them build houses. Not one. They don't pump gas. They don't serve food. They don't make paper. They don't even sweep floors. They're just parasites. And they sure the fuck aren't going to do something as complicated and skilled as building housing with plumbing and electricity and all that. They're not tradesmen. Hell no. And so you can argue all you want. The end of the day, ain't nobody coming to save you and build housing for your ungrateful parasitic piece of shit voters. So, shock your city's going to start to look like Detroit or New York or Seattle, where there's shit. Can we get to the shitting in the streets? Minneapolis and St. Paul are behind the shitting in the street uh, competition. I'm I'm highly upset. Seattle and Portland and San Francisco, disproportionately white people shitting in the street. We need diversity. You need to represent. We need to have more people of color shitting in the streets. That is no longer the domain and monopoly of the white man. We need women and minorities also shitting in the street. Now, San Francisco is doing a little bit towards that. But man, come on. Do you not want to be a first class city, a world class city like Seattle or San Francisco? Come on, get in there. I think what we need is another government program to provide convenience and comfort for the shitters in the streets. If you were to put. It could serve as like a uh, not a shelter. But just something to protect people from rain, but you could put heat lamps. So while it's snowing or raining, there's heat coming down and people could shit on the sidewalks in comfort in St. Paul, Minneapolis, because I think that's the main thing holding people back from shitting in the streets in the Twin Cities is that it's too cold. And then the shit freezes immediately on the sidewalk. And sometimes you get a urine cycle coming out when it's, you know, 30 below zero. You don't want a urine cycle, you know. So I think for to to become a true world class city and true Democrat form, we need to get more feces and urine. In the streets for Minneapolis and St. Paul <clears throat> that's it I just I it's one of those things where you're like you hate to see the city burn down and then you think about it like wait a minute you're all a bunch of leftist fucks and you voted for this and I have a buddy both him and I he owns several properties in the twin in Minneapolis and I own one and now I've sold almost 20 years ago yeah it was 20 years ago um no. Was twenty years? Twenty? No, it wasn't twenty years ago. Fifteen years ago, um, we got out. His ex owns a property, rental property in Minneapolis. (laughs) (laughs) Got it, (laughs) dude. It's like escaping Nazi Germany in nineteen thirty four as a Jew. It's like, man, we got out of there in time. And I used to try. And, hey, guys, you got to get out. You got oh, to. You're just crypto fast. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just so negative, Clary. I'm like, oh, shitting in the streets, going down Nick Avenue, shitting in the streets. And what's the other one? Washington, too, shitting in the streets. Urine and feces, if you're a Hispanic or Irish Jew, shitting in the streets. Sweet feces, sweet feces, there is feces everywhere. Come on on Crocus Hill or the Capitol, Sh- drop, trow, and take a shit. Well, let's get through the super chats here. <clears throat> Boop a doop a doo, boop a doop a a doop a do, do, Cabbie getting hungry. <clears throat> that's chapter Trey three sixty. Short man's guide to being tall. New York Times number one. Dre, you got so many good ideas. Why don't you just write them? This whole pursuing a computer science degree that, that's not your true calling. Yeah, it'll 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 get you a hundred thousand. I think you could make millions with your own operation. Evil. Uh, Sam Whiskey, five bucks. The great and merciful Corona Chan showed us what people were made of in twenty twenty. Right. Right? Uh, Sam Whiskey, two bucks. It's a war on capitalism and the math doesn't add up. No, it, it is a war on capital. What it really is, it's a war on uh, freedom. It's a war on individual rights. It's a war on individual sovereignty. And you, the morons, and here's why I don't have a lot of sympathetic. I knew people who were landlords in the Twin Cities, all Democrats, all leftists. They all voted for it. You know, and I, I can't, I can't. Get sorry for them. There's, there's a group of people, naive people, who uh, thought, oh, no, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> rent. And people are good. Deep downside people, no, most people are parasites. And you gave them the opportunity to be parasites. Not only that, you've indoctrinated them through a school system now of, of almost two generations where you taught them to hate productive people. And the people who are successful and worked at it and have more money than them benefited unfairly. And now they hate you. And these naive, dopey Minnesotans, and Minneapolitans actually, like, I can't believe it, but I voted Democrat. I'm with you, people. They're burning my house. The fuck you. That's what you get for calling me a fascist when I wasn't one. I was just trying to fucking defend freedom. Fucking assholes. <clears throat> no, it's just basically producers trying to live off. I'm sorry, parasites trying to live off of producers. That's it. And they can can codify it as, we're fighting against capitalism or tyranny or colonial, whatever. No, you're just a lazy fuck who doesn't want to work. That's it. That's all you're doing. It's not complicated. We don't need to throw race or gender or other traits. We don't need to throw in colonialism. We don't need. No, repeat after me. I am a lazy fuck. And I don't want to work for a living. And on top of it, I'm jealous other people have more. Instead of just being stewing in my jealousy, I want to destroy what they got, even though it's not going to help me out at all. Matter of fact, it's going to hurt me more. And the people they are fucking up are a bunch of leftist assholes back in the University of Minnesota. Thought they were just so above it all. We just know somehow we're just here to help the people. I can't wait till they start going after Kenwood. Kenwood is kind of like that last, but Kenwood in, in Minneapolis, Crocus Hill and St. Paul. Those are the last bastions of any nice housing. I can't wait till that goes away. The, um, uptown Minneapolis, uptown. Oh, that's torched. That's gone. That is a shell of its former self. It's all gone, all gone. <clears throat> You're all going to look like Detroit and whatever the nice neighborhoods in Detroit were, they're all gone. That. funders who like you know smoke pot in the 70s and the 60s thought you're cool and all that yeah you better sell your house same thing in crocus hill non-stop trade, two books who do you think you are economist or something <laughs> you don't have to be an economist to know that these people are just trying to get free shit that's it it's not complicated alex patino five bucks Nonstop stop dre have shit tons of money smile dress appropriately be confident the end and be tall I've been listening to uh wheat waffles and uh, he, he's a bit very clinical, but he's got a lot of numbers in data. His analysis is very, very clinical, very scientific. Um, but it's a little, even a little bit dark for me. I guess it is the black pill though. Nonstop stop trade through bucks. Cappy kids books. Oh, the poops you will see. <sighs> is Juan Juan. You still look Juan. You got to put together that coffee table book. Here's what I want you to do, though. Juan should put together types of poop. Types of San Francisco poop. And he gets up close shots of poop. <clears throat> and the story behind each turd. And like there's runny poop. And he can speculate, oh, this is after they did heroin. And heroin poop. And this type of poop. And that type of poop. Because so there's like types of poop for animals, right? There's different types of poop. They do scat books, right? You could do human scat books. You know, this is... Uh, this is a long haired hippie, uh, uh, meth head. All right. A white guy. Okay. Here's your, uh, fat black woman in a wheelchair poops. You know, you take a picture of the wheelchair cause she got out and walked out and uses the wheelchair as a prop. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> he's there. He doesn't have to work that mechanics job anymore. I'm not the only one that could be an author. Dre, you could be an author. Juan, you could be an author. Everyone could be, Alice could be an author. <clears throat> Rob Flores, twenty bucks, I can't convince my siblings to sell our rental properties in California. if I were early if I were early in my forties, I would insist I'm older, so the effects of socialism socialists may pass me as I will probably be checked out. Can you demand to be bought out? I didn't think you're that old, Rob. I thought you're like in your twenties or thirties or something. Um man, yeah, see if you can't get bought out. I'd get out. Free, uh, Nostrop Dre, 360 two bucks. Freedom is oppression. Oprah's book list. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Maybe taxonomic key to scat. It could be. Yes, yes. Jill, what is a woman here? Atham, another woman got in. A uh, new no one. I don't know who Jill Pruitt is. How the hell did she get in? All right, that's it. Uh, Thank you very much for all the Super Chat donations. All of them go to me and not chat. I don't know where Vlad Elkheim's is. I think he's just taking it easy. I got to go get breakfast. And then I got to... What do I got to do? I got to do stuff. I got to do stuff. I don't know what it is. I got my to-do list upstairs. That's it. All right. Uh, Let us... <clears throat> oh, let's do the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. And then we'll go through the uh, great Corona chant prayer. League of or- Extraordinary Podcasters. <clears throat> Pushing Rubber Downhill, which isn't podcasting anymore because uh, Piggott is just doing uh, a blog. Pierre Giorgio, Donovan Sharp. Day-by-day cartoon. The Masculine Geeks. The Goddamn Bacon. Jack Napier's Red Evening. Turd Flinging Monkey. Phil Blah Bit shoot, David Perodin, SafetyPhD.com. Better Bachelor. Rule Zero. Troy Francis, Modern Life Dating, Ryan Stone, and um, did I get, we got the goddamn bacon. Uh, Silvio Canto, Canto Talk. I think that's about it. That. Oh, and then if you would kindly buy TFM 13 Rules Not to Be a Cuck, The Way of Monkey Book, and Luca Vendetti's uh, MGTOW's got to retiring in 200,000 in Southeast Asia. <clears throat> uh, even whether you're a MGTOW or not, doesn't matter. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O Great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near air free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Any other super chats? No other super chats. And we're out of here. Toodles.